everybody, and welcome back to The Suspense is Killing Us. I'm your co-host, Kevin Clark. Across the table from me. Travis Vogt. There he is. Uh, next to me, over here, Caddy Corner. Matt Caddy Lynch. Corner, Matt Hi. Lynch. Yep. <laughs> How is everybody today? We got the layout down, so... Yeah. Uh, Visualize it in your mind, everybody. Imagine the three of us at different parts of a table. Sitting at a table in Travis's living Imagine room. Imagine the three of us. You're here with us Imagine now. if you can. Yeah. Got a little Christmas tree. There's a little yeah. Christmas tree. Because it's almost Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stockings have been hung by the chimney with care. There's no stockings. There's no stockings. There's no chimney. Uh, is that a, chimney? Of a chimney? There is a fireplace. Yeah. I mean, there's a fireplace, but I guess it's a chimney. It's te- it's technically a chimney. Technically it doesn't chimney. look like a traditional chimney. Is that a hearth? Would you call it a, a hearth? hearth? Do you ever yeah. set a fire in there? You ever... I do about two or three fires the, a year. Is that what the pizza boxes work are fine? for? For the kindling? The one upstairs. There's we pizza always boxes send in your fireplace. Out. I always want to use those I'd, for kindling. I do burn use those for kindling. Yeah, because yeah. uh, all the grease. That's I just feel like it's like a, a nice little. It's like a decorative. Does it make it smell yeah, like a no. like a? Does it make it smell like a pizza place in here when you burn all those Domino's nope, boxes? No, just smells like smoke. <laughs> <laughs> it just smells like the back of a pizza place. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, we I went to that Domino's up the street y'all were talking about mm. a couple, several episodes oh, yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And you're right; those people were having a great they time. I know they have. They love it up there. I was like, it. I almost, I almost got an application. Cause I was like, I was like waiting for my pizza for like ten minutes, and the girl there asked me like several times. Several times she was like, "Sorry, it's taking so long." And I was like, it, first of all, it's not taking very long for you yeah. to make this pizza, and also this is fine. You guys are having a, you guys seem to enjoy working with each other. Yeah, yeah. they Maybe, must have a great manager or something. I don't know yeah. what they're doing. Maybe but I would fuck it up. I don't know. And <laughs> it's in, possible, and it's in a yeah. way because there's places that you go to where they're clearly been prompted on what to do to seem yeah. like they're having a pleasant time. And that place, they're goofy. They're playing around. They I don't really think, seem to enjoy it. There. I don't think there was a manager. That there they just seemed like a bunch of co-workers maybe or, their manager is like i'm not a manager guys i'm one i'm just a friend i'm your friend call huh? me doug don't call me manager don't call doug, me doug. Yeah. we weren't gonna call you manager doug. <laughs> <laughs> i'd like I, 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 and if anyone's curious i used to be the bass player for the pretenders <laughs> i can't wait to take a little starch out of that stuff shirt <laughs> Yeah, I've I've often kind of wanted to like lean into one of the people working there and be like, so what's the what's the why are you guys so happy here? It's so, drugs. You know, it's not the, it's not <laughs> actually the normal stoned. thing at a place like this for everyone to be so they cheerful but and they, happy. They don't seem stoned. Cause the we, the one we talked the no, other place we dorks, talked about they seem stoned. They, they seem yeah they seem like dumb and stoned. Yeah. This place seems like I mean they might be a little but they're like. Not like it's not the kind of place where you go and go like, oh, these guys are fucking high. You ever, like, we don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. You here, ever go man. in there and there's a dude like eating his pizza at the restaurant there? Like he came to get it and he's just eating it there. Sometimes yeah. that freaks me out. Yeah, really? yeah, it freaks me out. <laughs> Why? Because it's like because it's only it's they only ever seats? the one dude. Oh. You know what I mean? And yeah. like everybody's just going about their business and making pizzas and stuff. And like then you come in and there's almost never anybody in a Domino's pizza except the employees. Yeah. yeah. And then you're the guy in there waiting on your pizza and you're just sort of, you know, minding your own business. And then this guy is just like he's dangling on he's chowing down on this pizza and it just feels like I'm in in, I'm in his space. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I go into the subway across the street from my apartment and there's a dude in there. I'm like this Sucks. Dude, don't you have a home? Well, I gotta say, <laughs> go to your home. They are technically restaurants, and that's that's not on that guy. That's no, on the on restaurants. Me. No, that's on the. Well, I was gonna say, it's, I wasn't even gonna blame you. I was gonna yeah. blame the restaurants for having tables in no, there. In I mean, the first that's place. totally fine. It's acceptable behavior. I just feel bad for them, and I feel like I'm invading their territory. Yeah, I always uh, kind I'm of, kind of politely, but kind of in a no nonsense sort of way, ask them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> 
They'll be like, the employees? Oh. Yeah, no, the, the person eating the <laughs> pizza will be like, take that pizza and go, sir. Just please leave. I don't want to. I don't want a problem. It's not called dine in. It's not called carry in. Close Come that on. pizza box. Take it and leave. Carry please. out. I, I, if there, I don't want there to be a problem, but if there has to be, there there can be a problem. I'm call the police. I will call the police on you, and I know someone in the police. That's true. That's yeah. the Christmas spirit. Call him. My father is the chief of police. I say that. It's not true, but like it, you know, they don't know that. <laughs> no, how are they going to know? They have no idea. No. But say that next time. Do you know say who the chief to, of police Say is? that to anybody. The chief My father police. is the chief of police. Take your pizza and eat it somewhere else, preferably your home, sir. And that's what I say, and they usually they're pretty mad about it. I th- I do think it's weirder for someone to order because you can you get a whole pizza there. It's not slices for right. someone to order a whole pizza. That's what I'm saying. Than it is for someone to just be eating a subway sandwich in a yeah sandwich yeah that's place. true. I don't Sub- think that's the subway. Weird. The subway weirds weird. me out for the same reason, but also because all subways are in- innately sadder than any Domino's. Pizza. Yeah, they got that smell. They got that smell. They got the bad like the wood paneling, and uh, it's just creepy. I got the green I got and the yellow. Interesting news for you regarding that <sighs> because I would agree with you. And most of the time, there is also a subway that I go to that is by my gym, mm-hmm. and the guy that works there is fucking awesome. And <laughs> and he makes and I get a BLT when I go to Subway. He put it. He puts a medically uh, unwise amount of bacon on my <laughs> sandwiches. Really, and is super nice. It's this like uh, Asian gentleman who I you know is. He's only been in the country. I don't know his name. Oh. Uh, doesn't speak great English, but is super nice. And then I go, let me get a BLT. And he takes fistfuls of bacon. Oh, if people, tight. if they knew, he'd be getting his ass fired. Well, yeah. you just Too much gave him yeah, up. You just ratted him out. Oh, did I? They, I didn't say where my gym is. That's true. No, it's in Tacoma. <laughs> I, my gym is in Portland, uh, Oregon. Portland, yeah. Oregon. <laughs> it's in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> I don't want anybody to know. But it, like, it's great. I mean, this is, it's an absurd amount of bacon he's yeah. putting on. I'm Subway not corporate is listening to it right now, right to us right now, and send us some free Subway. And they're man. firing, they're <laughs> firing every. I don't even Asian really like Subway that all much. The Portland, all the Portland Subway. Oh no, Molly won't eat Subway. She thinks it's just gross. I mean, I've it's not that. wrong. I've heard that it's just the sandwiches. That's fine. Yeah, I, I don't, don't have a problem with it. I don't know what people's expectations are with sandwiches. I mean, I they're like not Subway. great either. Yeah, you're into it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't have a problem with it. It's, me- it. it's meat. It's cheese. It's veggies. What do you? I mean, that's a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we've talked. We've talked food and, and, and beverages beforehand. But did, did did you have anything you wanted to say about? Well, I wanted to uh, talk about Six Underground, yeah. but you know, we can save that for another time. Well, I mean, oh. do, okay, I, do do three minutes on it. Can three we, minutes on Six Underground. Can we talk shit? Can minutes. we talk shit on the Mandalorian instead? We could do that too. No, that won't take long. I'm into that. It's not very good. I haven't seen it. Oh, it sucks. You made it, you didn't. <laughs> well, okay, we got that covered. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. It's an awful show. It's like a show that's not. Did very you watch good. the new one? Uh, yeah, I actually liked it more than the last one because it was. I mm. thought the last one was more boring, and it had that awful Amy Sedaris uh, character in it. That's fair. It was like I, on coochie coochie coo <laughs> to a baby Yoda. I thought this was like, was like insanely fuck. repetitive. This new one, yeah. and uh, we've talked about you and I that had the show looks very cheap. Yeah, they did. This thing is costing like fifteen million dollars an episode, if not more. Supposedly. And they did the thing where they had like one hallway, and they shot the whole fucking yeah. thing. And <laughs> they like one rearra- hallway, rearranged, they, they rearranged some, some stuff in it to make it look like it's like another hallway somewhere else in the ship. And it was just like the whole thing looked exactly the same for like twenty five minutes. It's them in a white hallway and like arguing, and also fucking Bill Burr is in it. This this week, no, he's a, the greatest comedian that ever lived, Matt. I mean, just the great, he's a comic, do your job, Mandalorian. He's a great comic mind. He I, actually does say like do do the job over and over jo- again. Hey, do the job. Seat, I did. I did wish that the uh, I did wish the episode was called Triggered because of that. Yeah, and also because they're bounty hunters and mercenaries and shit. Also, I I I didn't think Bill Burr was great in it, but it did give me hope for a spinoff 
Star Wars show that takes place in like Space Boston, and it's like him, <laughs> and it's like him Awful. and like Conan O'Brien and a whole bunch of like fucking uh, Boston like right. uh, comedians, Leary. just Dennis Leary, just going like, "Hey, get the fuck, get the fuck out of my way! What are you doing over there?" Have you noticed that they do this thing on that <laughs> show? That's my Boston impression. Like, terrible. What are you doing always, over there? There's always <laughs> aliens. Like he's always running into different aliens and stuff. And cool, it's Star Wars. There's obviously there's going to be lots of aliens, it's but they're the always point. an alien that you like you've already seen in another installment of the movies yeah. it's like well it's gonna be one of those guys well that's what they do that's like that's like from the clone wars cartoon and i, I know actual star wars fans that we like that like they're are annoyed the opposite way right like that they didn't like in force awakens where they like walk into the, the cantina knockoff in right. that movie and it's like a whole new bunch of aliens they were like why weren't there any of these species are and you I'm fucking like, serious and i'm like it's Star Wars. The whole point is that there's just a bunch of weird shit thrown into that's the place. Thing. That's kind of what I want. And it's I feel like, like we're so it, we, that's like the weird. There's like yeah. two different uh, anyway. But that's what I, that's absolutely what I want too. I could I could like care less whether there's another devil horn guy or, or like the the dancer lady, lady from yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, and like every every time <laughs> they meet a droid, it's like another droid of the kind we've already seen, like. Yeah. The bug guy looking droid yeah. from Empire Strikes Back or whatever, but it's a different guy who yeah. looks exactly the same. Right. The real fans don't want anything new. No, they don't. That's true. Do what, that's, give us what we've been given, more of what we've had. It's absolutely true. I am a true Star Wars fan, nothing yeah. new. Don't challenge me. Also, this is a Western and a samurai movie, and who cares what it is? It's crap. It's <laughs> like It doesn't matter if it's like patterned after this or that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's patterned after Chambara films and westerns and stuff. So are the old ones. So are, are the movies. This what is are not these new. fucking Star Wars people like? Give, uh, give them a fucking, ba- uh, I don't know, a Boba Fett and a Yoda. Give them a Boba but, but, Fett but, uh, I don't and know, a, baby a Baby Yoda. Yoda. How about a Baby Yoda? How about a Baby Yoda? This yeah. guy's this executive's <laughs> making the jerk-off motion Boba the whole Fett's time. Boba Fett's going one way, Baby Yoda's going the other way, and this guy said, hey, yeah. what do you want from me? His it's assistant's so like, yeah, all right, we'll take care of it. We'll take it's care of that thing for you. Very concerned. It's pretty lame. It's pretty lame. lame. I don't know, it's a fucking lame. baby Boba Fett and a baby Yoda. I oh, couldn't wear the helmet. Make it a regular <laughs> Boba Fett and a baby Yoda. Eh, eh, fucking suck on that, idiots. And they're Did like, I, we uh... will. <laughs> we will suck on it, please, and, and give us more. Thank you, Disney Plus. Thank you, Disney Plus. Did you see the, you are by you the thing that the lady put on Twitter where it's like a close-up of Baby Yoda with his mouth open? She's like, you ever just think about Baby Yoda's teeth? And you can see his teeth. <laughs> This made me laugh yeah. very hard. Yeah, they I don't. Should, I don't like it. Way better than Sonic. <laughs> way better than Sonic's teeth. Remember Sonic's uh, teeth? They were fucked up. Oh gosh, they had to change that whole Boy. shit. Who gives a shit this about thing, any of that stuff? They thing. changed the Sonic thing, and then they they, now there's a new Sonic, and they it's, right. still, you know, you it's know still a they, fucking movie for ba- for babies. You know they. You know they. Cha- you know they changed all that stuff, yeah. and like um and like just this week, the uh studio that right. one of the one of the main ba- main the VFX one of the main VFX studios, the one that did like that redid all of Sonic, and was one of the main VFX studios in the Lion King. And this is a problem always in in yeah. the, the it, it, in the industry. They went out of business. Well, they didn't go out completely out of business. They shuttered they their sh- Vancouver but they, but they, office. But basically, this yes. is what always ha- you always yeah. every year. There's like, uh, with that, I think with the exception of Into the Spider Verse last year, but every year there's like a huge, yeah. huge, um, like CG, you know, like a big, big CGI effects, house, effects yeah. per- thing. And then they're like they, they that they like win an Academy Award for best effects, and then and then they and then they lay off like, like the guys. Five hundred people. Remember when Life of Pi won the Academy Award and yep. they they had already gone out of business? Yep, and they won an Academy Award. They already gone under. But is it's, it's anyway? That's the most tragic one in my opinion because that means that they won an Academy Award and the guy who the guy who painted the tiger's asshole. <laughs> 
in Life of Pi, which is a whole there's a whole CGI shot where you see a tiger's butthole like fluctuate, like uh, pulsating. It's like pissing into the camera or something. I don't remember, but there, you do you do <laughs> I see don't the tiger. I swear to God, it was in 3D. You do see the tiger's butthole in uh, in 3D in Life of Pi. So the guy who had to Does animate the camera that go shit, right into it. It's like yeah, it's the beginning Whoa, of uncut gems. Shit, it's like that part in Stargate. <laughs> it's like the 2001. My God, it's full of stars. But it turned out it was just a parable for religion. Yeah. But yeah, so so the, that guy got fired. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, that bums me out because I love special effects. Oh uh, yeah, it's. I wonder it's if my fun. I wonder if our friend Scott listens to this. My buddy Scott Parrish, mm-hmm. the guy who CG'd the, uh, he worked on the I'm directly beneath the enemy's scrotum shot in Transformers <laughs> yeah. Two. Yeah, right. Joe Sherbonic, <laughs> if you know if his friend <laughs> Scott oh, is, I'll just, uh, I'll just <laughs> listening to this show. <laughs> I'll just email Scott tomorrow and I'll ask him. He also did. He he also did like he said. He told me like he did. 50, 60 renders of refrigerators for Nuke the Fridge. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, oh, and uh, real quick, though, everybody watch uh, Six Underground, at least the first 20 oh, Fuck, it's awesome. And then then and fall asleep and then tune tune in for the Magnet Boat. I loved that movie so much. It yeah. was exactly the the monstrosity. We I might we might uh, we you might have to do a monster piece. A, uh, monster piece, monstrosity, what have you? That's all yeah. of his movies are like basically. Monster this one pieces. is this one's good. He's, you know, he's been making those fucking giant robot movies for a while, and I enjoy those quite a bit. I have a lot of nice things to say about those, but I wanted him to come <laughs> back and make you know a fucking action comedy, hyper violent, R rated hyper violent action comedy. You know for fucking brain-dead 12-year-olds, and that's <sighs> what he gave me. You know, it was one of the parts that lost me, and this is no, no secret. Was it no Every secret time to anybody our, opened their mouths? <laughs> to our, our, yeah, to our group here is, uh, you know, Matt, Matt really likes the Michael Bay movies, and I don't, and that's fine. That's normal. Um, no, I'm the weirdo. I mean, like, I'm not trying to convince anybody here. Right, exactly. You did try to convince me. We did a whole podcast series about it. Yeah, it and, worked. And it kind of worked. Yeah. But, but, like, there was it was an eye roll-a-thon for me from, from the get-go, um, and so one of the parts... Was it when the nuns are flipping off the camera? Yeah, it wasn't crazy about that but then of course this, this is the, this, the thing that irritates me the most about michael and there's so much stuff that irritates mm-hmm. me but the part where uh he he's like um what's what's james franco dave, dave franco? franco dave franco everybody yeah. uh it turns on the stereo he's like let's listen to this music muse. turns it on and it's fucking if you want to be my lover by yeah. the spice girls and then uh deadpool rips the radio out and throws it out and this is this came out this year yeah. right <laughs> this is a joke that would have been stale 15, 20 years right. ago. When and he's w- doing it now. It, it would have Dan- been stale 20 years ago when that song when was that popular. When that song was popular, he'd be like, oh, he rips the radio. Okay. That's fucking funny. Okay, That's good. real funny. I love that shit. Hack. So it's ancient hack. It's so hacky. I don't know um, I don't know what it, it is about that stuff off. that I love. But I think, Well, I think that for me... Uh, and and maybe maybe this is something that when because uh, we got I want to we want to get a Patreon started maybe this is a maybe this is a great uh, a great topic of a discussion for some extra features uh, yeah because I think that for me like I was like every time someone fucking said anything because they're just quipping at each other constantly and it's Ryan Reynolds doing his Deadpool thing. But then, like, they would crash into a car and it's, like, a real car and, like, dummies that are full of, like, fake blood would shoot out of it. Oh, and man. Be, there were so many bodies getting destroyed. I was like, and the good guys are just running over people and I'm like, I don't awesome. know who, I'm on nobody's side this entire movie. Nobody's a, nobody's a even, hero here. Look, I don't even know they're, what actually, happens in the actually, movie. And actually, they're yeah, like, I also couldn't tell what was baffling. going on. <laughs> their whole plan, their whole <laughs> plan, sh- their this whole kind plan of movie should not be he wants he wants to stage a coup, but but like it's that it's that plan in these kind of movies, Michael Bay movies in particular, yeah. where it's like their plan. He's like he's so devastated by this time he was a rich guy and he saw some genocide in a third world country right. that he like sets up this elaborate fucking thing, 
And then in order to complete that thing, they murder a lot of innocent people. Right. The good guys do. Yeah. The heroes kill innocent people. Sure. There's also a part during the it's opening. A running gag they like the run movie. over a guy and they're kind of all like, Whoa, what the fuck? And then, and then they people. almost hit a baby and they're all like, Baby, baby, baby. And, and then puppies like, Wait, they too. Care puppies about, right after they don't that. want to hit babies and puppies, but they were fine. That other guy, he'd lived a full life, we yeah. assume. Everybody's driving through crowds of people. Also, in this he movie. drives through a museum, which is on theme because there's a whole scene in Transformers 2 where the robots destroy a library. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually quite a bit like the movie Swordfish, which also revels in the collateral damage, in the racking up collateral damage to do something good against terrorists or whatever. I, in uh, the interest of I doing a greater good. The logic behind this complaint and argument, and I don't disagree with you, but I don't care. Right. Like, no, no, I, I don't care who gets killed in I, these movies. I, I, here's, here's where I will count. <laughs> Counter-argue your counter-argument, which wow. is that uh, I also don't care, yeah. and I know you don't care, but the problem is that the movie wants us to care. The movie wa- expects us to care about their thing that they care about. Right. Like, he cares about this this like one group of people right. that he's like, he's I'm devastated by all this death. The only way to stop these very specific people from not dying from is this to guy is people. to kill a bunch of other people. And, they're, right. and, then, and, then, and the characters don't go like... Well, should we maybe not kill all these other people? I'm not convinced that any of the characters in the movie actually know what's <laughs> happening either. No, but, it's hard to follow. But, it's also boring for long stretches. But so. after we're done killing the people that we need to kill <laughs> right. to stop them from killing the people in the aggregate, fewer people will be can killed. We, can I can I spoiler alert you? Absolutely. At the end of this movie is the most, in my opinion, tasteless thing maybe ever put into a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> Such a bold statement. I actually had to text. I saw that Matt had tweeted that out, and I kept like, I was like, people, tell me people were tweeting it back to me all night. They don't either. They don't agree or they don't understand that it's tasteless. Tell me what it is. No, I didn't. I didn't even notice. I was like, I like had just kind of tuned out by that point, and so I texted you and I was like, what was it? And then you told me, I'm like, I just didn't even remember. Right. It wasn't that I found it tasteless people, or that it's, I didn't. it's like totally going over people's heads. I don't. And I when when I say tasteless. I mean, literally tasteless. I'm not offended by this. I just, like, he's done a lot of crazy shit, like, you know, but I think this is more tasteless than, say, you, you know, it, you the scene in me. Bad Boys 2 where they're talking about what everybody thinks well, they're t- gay. T- so the scene is at no. the end of the movie, they, they get the bad guy, and the bad guy is like this dictator of a fake third world country called Turgistan. Right, the guy, the guy from the beginning. The guy from the beginning, yeah. And they got him in a helicopter. He thinks he's gotten away, and it's like, oh, we pulled our we pulled our you know masks off, whatever, and haha, it's us, and we got you. And they throw him out of a helicopter over the village that you see get gassed at the beginning of the movie. So like mm-hmm. the people that he genocided, well, not at the beginning, like halfway through the movie. Well, yeah, okay. Chronologically, it's the first thing that happens, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, they dump him over the village, and the villagers like. Be, like tear him to pieces, and it's all like shot GoPro on the ground, YouTube. It's totally Qaddafi. Like, mm. it's absolutely a deliberate recreation of all the footage you've seen of Qaddafi getting, like, shot in the head oh, and ripped apart. Fortunately, I have not seen that. Oh, man. It's, yeah, uh, I hadn't seen it either, so. Uh, it was all over the news when it, when it happened. Uh, and it was just like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? Because it's like, I don't mind that he's that he's likening his, uh, his villain, who, I mean, like, barely you know his name in this movie, to, like, one of the most notorious uh, dictators uh, of modern times. But what... I think is so shockingly weird is that he 
he's doing it because he thinks it lends this movie some gravity. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, this guy was as bad as that real life dude, and fucking <laughs> yeah. Ryan Reynolds kicked his ass. Yeah. Michael, uh, and I'm asshole. giving him back to the people that he hurt. We don't need to bring reality into this bullshit. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Oh, that's the biggest problem with the movie is that it, it like... It, do- it, it does, does that. It's like, this is a real movie. Like, there's this whole opening scene... These are scene. real issues and real solutions. There's a whole opening scene where these guys are running over other people and people's heads are blowing up and it's like, this is not, this could never happen in real life. There's a parkour guy on their team for some so fucking awesome. reason. God, it's so and stupid. For, for some fuck the worst. Not actually even the worst character in the team. But uh, but then and then it cuts to some like fucking PTSD. The army, PTSD army thing dude. is so cool. And you're like you're just like you're just like why is you're dude. like what at what point did they, at what point did they like now now we need people bring it down and let's take it seriously. The PTSD thing in this is amazing because he doesn't have PTSD because he saw a bunch of bad shit in the war. He has PTSD because of a time he wasn't allowed he to, wasn't shoot allowed to shoot somebody. <laughs> and, 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 and Deadpool goes like, you know, if it was me, I'd always let I'd you always shoot let people. you pull the trigger. And Even then the very, if it was a baby, but then I'd the let very next, the very first time he's out in the field, he's like, all right, I'm gonna shoot him now. And he's like, don't do it, don't Is do it. Right? God damn it, <laughs> it's so fucking. All weird. right, so all right, that's uh, enough. We got that out of the way. Ugh. Um, I can't wait to watch this movie like 15 more times. <sighs> Spe- speaking of, I don't know. There's not not, good, not there's speaking not, of movies speaking that we'd want to watch yeah. fifteen more times. <laughs> uh, uh, we are doing uh, this is this is the kickoff episode of season two. Season two. Welcome back. Season two begins with, and I think a uh, very uh, appropriate theme. <laughs> it's Miller time, everybody. All Miller, all it's filler. All Miller, all filler. Uh, it's all Miller, except it's like mm, three movies that feature small supporting performances from Dennis Miller. <laughs> Tangentially related. And it's think, the right thing I to think do. Actually, in the order we're doing it, it's they get smaller as we go. Uh, He's yeah. got a sub- substantive role in the net. Or, sorry, no, no, six, sorry, sixteen hundred. Uh, he's, 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 he's the partner. He's yeah, Wesley Snipes' partner. He's, but he's barely in it. He's like you could fill that with. He hardly even makes any Dennis Miller jokes in that movie. I know. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm There's saying. There's one really good one. We'll get to it. The first two movies. Did you keep track the first of them? Because I didn't. I didn't write them down. I got. I got some quotes. There's hardly anything in. I think Never Talk to Strangers. No, but he says the best one in Never Talks to, oh, talk right. to Strangers. Oh, that's right. Sisyphus with a heart on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll get to that also. Well, anyway, gonna... we got The Net, uh, Never Talk to Strangers, and Murder at 1600. Yeah. So an address that changes all the rules. The th- yeah. The theme may be may seem kind of like weird and random, but I, I think we can all agree these are very three movies that are really in our wheelhouse. Oh no, they're absolutely one hundred percent do. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it, it just Dennis Miller happens to be in all of them. <laughs> it's, and it's kind of a weird thing too that Dennis Miller, like his movie career, which isn't like vast, that he like was just it happens to be in a bunch of supporting a, roles a in bunch these of, kind of movies. A bunch of these kinds of directors were like, "Get me Dennis Miller." He yeah. was famous. And popular, he had his HBO show. Yes, he did. No, I know, but I just think it's funny. My parents I mean, adored Dennis Miller too. He was Miller on Monday too. Night but it Football. Is, Monday Night Football. Yeah. It is like a thing too, though, because we were talking about Mandalorian earlier, and like, there's a ton of like, you know, stand-up comedians that pop up in shows like that too. Because I think that's yeah. always been a thing where it's just like throw, yeah, throw those guys in a, you know, throw a stand-up comedian in there. Don Rickles is in Casino. I think there's a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> not as not as Don Rickles as like a guy who's like where he's like no, Joe Jim, Pesci hits Jim him with the telephone. He's like Jim Norton Ace. plays Don Rickles in The Irishman. <laughs> That's right. Also, Joe Bob Briggs is in Casino. In casino as well. Joe Pesci rips a phone off the wall and hits him over the head with it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. He calls him a hey, hockey puck. Yeah. I think that there is a reason that comedians are often cast in these kinds of roles, and it, like The Mandalorian is a really good example, like you said, and it's because you got a brief amount of time to make an impression on an audience, and you want to get a guy who's already got a bit of a character mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. 
You know, he's going to pop a little bit. That and reputation so, that he has, this will do a he's lot gonna of the work. Do, you know, he's going to do his thing. And, I mean, is that's it the certainly. movie's fault that Dennis Miller has not, <clears throat> shall we say, aged well, so that when he comes on to do exactly that job, he's like, hey, Brandon, it's me, Dennis Miller. I'm a, I'm a cop now. And you're like, what the fuck is what this? What kind of cop is this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What kind of weird cop this is, is this? This is the worst piece of shit. I was like, and then Eddie's a psychiatrist. You're like, you let that guy shrink you? He's immediately like a troubling yeah. psychiatrist, too. He's like, hey, babe, we're going to resume our sexual Yeah, I remember when I, when I used to burn you? I think we should do it again, babe. <laughs> Even though you've got serious mental problems that I wasn't able to cure, and then you start wiping. Yeah. Maybe like Howard Dean at an ophthalmologist convention here, babe. You know what I'm talking about? Yuck. <laughs> I'm already having a great time. This is uh, fantastic. This, we made the right choice. <laughs> Let's so, get to it. So should we talk about the Nets? Or, uh... Wait, that's Burt Reynolds. That's just hey. my opinion. I could be wrong. 800-pound gorilla. Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, let's start with the net. <laughs> yeah. We all live in the age of information. We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where... Where can I hook up my bottom? Every trace of our existence is computerized. Everything about us is encoded somewhere on a complex network of information. Computers your life, aren't they? Yes. Perfect hiding place. Computer analyst Angela Bennett was just doing her job. Oh my God. When she stumbled onto something. What is this? She never should have seen. I plugged it in and I'm staring at the personal medical files of the Undersecretary of Defense, Michael Bergstrom. Someone's tapped into the system. How long would it take to track her? Depends on how long she stays online. Something. Why would anybody want to do any of this? That reaches farther than she could ever imagine. They hack into computers and they cause this chaos. Oh, we're going to start with the net? And I think that we should... Uh, we, Get I, the net. On top of... Uh, I mean, I know we do our ratings already, but we also need... I feel like we need to add... Uh, because the theme is <laughs> Dennis Miller, and he's, right. in, he's in all three of these barely, um, in small in supporting roles, uh, that we need to... He's like, in all these movies need, enough. We need to rank them on a Miller scale as well. All right. Wow. So, I like how Millery is it. How Miller is, yeah. yeah. Like, and I mean, so whatever, whatever you, whatever you think, like, is it Miller Light? Is it Miller okay. Miller Regular? Miller High Life. Miller Dry. Miller, 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 wait, Miller High Life. What's the Miller High Life's the best one? All right, so Miller High Life, High Life, Miller the most Millery, Miller yeah. Light, the least Millery, and just is there like a Miller Clamato or something? Miller Clamato in the middle. <laughs> is there a Miller? <laughs> no, Clamato? I don't think there is. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? Miller High Life, Miller, Miller Light. Gen- this Miller Genuine Miller Draft. Gen- Miller Genuine Draft. Okay, that's the number that's, one. That's the, okay. Is that I, the best one because it sounds. That's better. one. That's in the middle. Miller High Life is the best. It's the High Life. It's the High, it's the high life. life. I like the Genuine Draft. It's the Champagne. Of I, don't, I don't really like any of these. Genuine beers, Draft is like Genuine Draft is just like. I want the genuine draft. Yeah. It's right down the middle. Right, I want okay. a beer that is just a beer. Well, right. I'm not sure any of these are Miller High. I think only as far as the movie appearances. Those that, are that we've that's seen. that's the. But we're gonna we'll get we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. That's the disclosure. The, by the way, that's Miller High Life. Miller High Miller Life. Life. Yeah. So there's a, anyway. That's our gauge. I just want to throw that. Out. Let's let's start talking about what the net's about, which is not much. <laughs> it's about scary. It's internet about is scary. It has very little computer stuff Stay in it off at all. The internet. There is a, a solid forty-five to maybe an hour-long part of this movie without any like without computer any computer hacking. stuff in it at all. And then it's like they remember. They're like, "Oh shit, this was like a computer. Right. It's called the fucking net." Uh, yeah. Better have. Like, and then there's like two qu- hacking the sequences. Classic in a row. TV movie that escapes. She orders a. <sighs> she orders a. But she doesn't. Honestly, if you saw this on TV, you'd be like, "This is pretty thin, guys." Yeah. This is what we're doing on TV now. It's uh, Sandra. Old Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Uh, back 
when this was her like this was her like big. This is after a time to kill, so she'd just broken out. But this is after Speed, yeah. also. This is like a year after Speed, so she was she mm. was like he she was like being you know that was a time when it was like yeah. But let's get some vehicles she for Sandra Bullock, and it feels like this girl. These, they the always kind of wind up that, in one shit thriller, like yeah. Jennifer Lawrence had that like the boy next door or whatever. That's that's Jennifer Lopez, but there's the one where it's like she's in love with the neighbor boy, and he turns out to be a crazy crazy right. person. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, uh, they all they, this always happens, and it's almost always like something that they got cast in and were shooting like when they got famous for yeah. something else. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. This one, I don't know, this one does feel like something that was made like like let's get okay, we got her now. Like that they it was a shitty TV movie script right. and then they got Bullock. I don't know that I don't know when when this was shooting if this was shooting when Speed was like in theaters or what, but like it feels like it feels like just uh, like this is the kind of thing like they attached well, Speed an was actor, they attached an actor a popular actor to it and went like yeah well now we've got that now we can actually release this movie let me tell you one thing about this movie that i think is probably the most in, pro- the most prominent thing as far as i'm concerned about it because this is a sandra bullock movie is sandra bullock is terrible in this movie she's really bad and she's making she's made a choice that she had to because the script is bad and the the script dictates that this character and this is fucking insane <laughs> that this character is such a reclusive like computer right. nerd type person that literally nobody, nobody knows her knows her except yeah. one she's guy lived in this city except for dennis miller who i like lives across town or some shit yeah. but she's lived in this city for four years and nobody knows her she owns a house, but the landlord is like, I never, I met never her. heard of her. You never yeah. met her. She yeah. owns a house, and and so nobody knows her. And so and so, Sandra Bullock must have read the script and just went like, this character is pretty. Yeah, only two people nuts. know her in this movie. It's Dennis Miller, her ex shrink, yes, and ex boyfriend, and uh, the dude who sends her the the computer disc, but who he's she never video met chats with. Yes. yes. Oh, well, uh, Ray, Ma- Ray McKinnon. Because it's of, Ray McKinnon. That's mm-hmm. right. Because of the internet, all the, a bunch of other people that she works with had never met her before because it's all over the phone and over yeah. the internet. But anyways, like the, the decision that this Sandra is from Bullock, 1995, by the way, which right. when, the, when the internet was f- far less of uh, and, there's, thing and it's, than it is now. And and the way that she uses the internet this is like one of the great all time. That's not how the internet works. Movies because oh, yeah. it's just like she goes on to whatever computer she's using and it's like airline tickets and then <laughs> there she is she's <laughs> buying airline tickets. oh she orders a pizza from she pizza orders a pizza, 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 pizza dot net. net oh that's where yeah. you get your pizza pizza dot yeah. net oh the pizza <laughs> you, i mean you could do that now but sure she, but she makes a choice because the you script... can do that now and it's like something that nobody cares about in the but at the time that this came out the movie was like holy shit she ordered a pizza online you can do anything, you can totally do anything things, online which also means you can destroy someone's life that's right steal it but i i gotta get to it she she because of the necessities of this character she has decided because like what kind of person doesn't know anybody she makes the decision that this person is extremely boring yeah is very flat and emotionless do you think she made the decision or that's i feel like that's what i feel like it's a character (laughs) choice that she's making because she doesn't make eye contact with people she's very she talks very quietly i mean that's part of the setup because then she goes away by herself and then like meets this guy and she's kind of shy about him and is like oh i don't really see people maybe yeah i don't know yeah even but even at parts when her life is like tumbling out of control and she's had her identity still and she's still just sort of like oh, I'm just kind of I just kind of stressing out right now I'm very well, mm, see, this, this is, is freaking this me is out a little of, bit this is where some of my questions come in uh-huh. <laughs> to, to this movie because as you say yeah she's completely reclusive and doesn't know anybody and we're led to believe is like socially awkward and doesn't really interact with a lot of people and just right. can't like function out the world she has no social skills yeah first she uh 
uh, apparently subsists on nothing but pizza and sits around all day, yet is this, like, gorgeous, like, Sandra Sandra Bullock woman, (laughs) you know. Then, uh, as you pointed out, she goes on vacation alone to the beach. Takes her computer. Takes her computer, but she goes to the beach and says he's, like, lounging on the beach in this tiny black bikini, which seems like something that a person like that wouldn't do. Right. And then, you know, uh, the bad guys have this hitman, and he pretends to be just like some other guy on vacation and seduces her. And it's like, so you've got this woman who is basically like Asperger's-y, like doesn't interact with people, has no social skills, completely reclusive, no one knows who she is, and your plan is... We're gonna seduce her. Yep, yep. That's gonna work. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, their whole plan is is ridiculous. The, and it what seems is like they could have done a, well, plan, a million other I mean, things. The plan is the plan. They of need the, to get a disc. The seduction is there for the audience only. No, no, I get that, but no, no, that would saying, never but, work on this no. woman. <laughs> no, it the, does though. Yes, <laughs> the, the mechanics of the plot of this movie are cloak and dagger. If yeah. you've ever seen cloak and dagger before right. the movie, they're just trying to get a disc. Yeah. She, there's a, it's like a, th- it's like a whole season of 24. Yeah, just uh, get that disc, and she doesn't know she has the disc a lot of the time. Yeah. The opening scene is a is a senator blowing his brains out over the phone with his right. family because yeah. some this you find this out later some weird uh, details of the movie is that some a computer was used to right. convince yeah. the senator that he had AIDS. Yeah, and so he's and he <laughs> can't true, and that and so he's like so and like my career's over, and yeah, there's several things parts in here where people are using computers, and they're like, well, that's not what it says in the computer. That's not what it says in the computer because right. it's like this idea that like we're so obsessed, with, and I mean that's actually like come to be true in a, a much more mundane and scary way, yeah. but that like that like we're so obsessed with what it says in the computer is fact and so like and that's kind of a thing that happens several times in yeah. this movie but it's also like um maybe get a second opinion <laughs> like maybe <laughs> maybe maybe go like get nah, a, computers can't like because like they're gonna give you there's at some point it's not in the computer like the doctor does a blood test and then right. goes like here's the results that aren't necessarily computer based <laughs> or like or through some sort the of part way. where this genius this alleged genius is stuck in mexico because they stole her passport which you know you can get out of mexico Without, yeah. I would think so. Anyway, uh, and so she's like <laughs> stranded at the consulate and just some lady comes up to her and is like, here, sign this paper pretending you're someone else <laughs> and she so that so you can done. get back into the United States. It's going to be fine. <laughs> and she does it. She totally and does she's it. she's supposed to be some kind of I fucking I guess this genius. is how it's done. I do, though, uh, getting back to the seduction real quick, I do defy you, Matt, to... Uh, to Dismiss Jeremy, oh, Jeremy Northam. Northam's oh, I could charms. never do it. I could never do you, you it. You could never do it. So I'm saying that as unrealistic as a person like that would, I don't know if Jeremy, Jeremy Northam. Wait, is the implication that I do or do not have social skills <laughs> like Sandra Bullock's character? Well, that's for you. <laughs> that's you, for man. you to decide. <laughs> uh. Uh, I'll let our audience decide. No. We'll do a poll. Make your own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's do another do Twitter, Twitter poll. poll. <laughs> Does Matt have any social skills? No, <laughs> no. I, no, it I was, don't. I'm, it wasn't actually, that wasn't actually aimed at you as more that Jeremy Northam is so fucking hot. He is hot. so handsome. Yes. <laughs> that was, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to imply he's that He's debonair and rakish. He's British. Mm-hmm. British. He's, he, he's, the, he's the thing that makes us real. Bu- he's butch, beautiful, brilliant. Captain America meets Albert Schweitzer. That's right. <laughs> which he's, is Sandra, what Sandra Bullock says in one of her chat rooms when someone asks uh, what, what her she ideal wants. man is. But he, he is Butch, a, beautiful, brilliant Captain America meets Albert, <laughs> Albert Schweitzer. Albert Schweitzer. I don't want to hang out with Sandra Bullock. I kind of get it. 
He like, uh, no thanks. He does like lock this into like 1995 though. When you would yeah. have seen Jeremy Northam in a movie that's like from Hollywood that's as big. Yeah, he approaches her on the beach. At this point, she already has the disc. She doesn't. There's a bunch of scary government secrety stuff on the disc. Who the fuck knows? Oh. Yeah, and they want to get it from her. And this is the way that they've decided to do it: is seducing her, sending this guy, and they know everything about her because computers and she, they're all. It's like a whole on program us. on this little floppy or viruses and shit. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it hacks websites symbol. with the pie symbol because yeah. she. Yeah. She's, she starts seeing the pie symbol on all these websites, and that's Ray, like how you hack them. Her buddy Ray McKinnon calls her and is like, "Oh, hey, this does this," and he's like, "I'm gonna bring it to you." And then he he's in like a single prop plane, and he's yeah. flying himself, and it crashes, crashes. into like a building somewhere. Uh, it's the. Code do you remember breaker. how? Do you remember how he strikes up a conversation with her by ordering? He orders a Gibson martini, <laughs> yeah. which is a, a, a martini with an onion. Yeah, and uh, because like again. Okay, she, he's gonna seduce. <laughs> he's gonna seduce this woman, and the way to seduce somebody who sits and eats pizza off the internet and drinks fucking Mountain Dew all day is by ordering a fancy like martini. She, she's like, I'll definitely have one of those Gibsons. She goes, thought I was the only person that drank those. Yeah, fuck, you gotta be fucking. Uh-huh. But then, but then, then he goes like, that he knows she likes him because of the internet. Yeah, and then he's and then he's also doing this like real obvious stuff where he's like, well, if you'll excuse me, uh, I've been being butch all day, and you'll notice I'm beautiful, and but I'm very smart. You know, I'm a bit like Captain America meets Albert Schweitzer. Would you think about it? He's like just filling in, easily filling in all these blanks that, he's, that she clearly has provided before. He's also she should s- notice something's up immediately. Yeah, he's all he's so clear. He's also so clearly like a bad guy. A bad guy. Like it's not even like he's like a bad guy. Even if you even if it turned out to surprise me and go like, oh, he actually wasn't a bad guy. There was another bad guy and he got killed. Right. It still is like this guy is really hard bad guy vibe. It's not even. Yeah, like, he might as well be like t- like taking his silencer on and off his pistol like right in front of her. I mean, he's yeah. just like, oh, this isn't for you. This uh, is for sorry, someone else. This is for hunting <laughs> sharks. This is what I get. For sorry, hunting martinis. Sorry, sorry, love. This is for something else I was working. I'm on. I'm shooting the onions for our Gibsons. <laughs> he does say his gun is for shooting sharks when they're on the yes, boat and she does. finds it. He does this say that. So I turn uh, my TV off. That's funny. Uh, can I talk? Can, so this is gonna, this is like a thing that I only realized that they did because there's a part earlier where she's in her house and she has those like the poetry magnets or some kind of magnets oh, yeah. and her name is spelled out on the fridge yeah, and cool. I was like I was like that is why would anybody do that nobody does that but then later on I realized that it's like oh it's cuz like they wanted they needed to remember that her name is Angela instead of Whatever they pretend or whatever, yeah. because she she's not actually called by her real name. So they, when they keep calling her Angela, so I think Ruth that Marks. it was that thing Ruth where they're like, "Well, how are we gonna make people know her name's Angela? We know we'll, we'll spell it out. We'll just literally spell it out on her fridge." And people do that. With also, it turns out that Ruth Angela. Marks, the alias they give her, is a real person and one of the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. So why would you? If, I mean, why would you let this person who you're going to destroy have your identity? Well, and also the their plan is odd. Their plan, their plan originally is to seduce her, and then while they're walking on the beach at night, have a different guy steal the purse, right? And then have him chase that guy off, and then like go through her purse and get the disc. Why don't they just shoot her? I know. Why don't and they she, just kill her? She also they don't need her. She yeah. also doesn't know she has the disc, so maybe just break into her apartment or something like right. that. I, she, Chloroform she's not helpful at all. Roofie her drink. She likes Gibsons. Yeah. Steal the disc. Yeah, this is a, it's so amazing. So many other ways they could have done. He it. gets her on a boat. Gets and her on a boat. She he's she she finds the she finds the disc in in his 
in in the drawer. <laughs> yeah, because oh, because he's hired someone to steal her purse. Yeah, and then the guy goes out into the uh, goes out and, and and he's like, I'm gonna go catch the guy that stole your purse. And he goes yeah, out yeah. into a That's sugar cane field, and then he meets up with a guy. And at this point, you already know he's the bad guy. This right. is when you finally know it. And he actually calls the guy that stole her purse uh, uh, the midget Houdini. Yeah, he goes, Ah, you're the midget Houdini. And then he shoots him, and you're like, Oh, this guy's bad news. And then uh, they go back to his boat, and and it pretty much turns immediately. I think they have sex. He does. He they do have sex, and he does. He does like do that villain thing that they do in these movies, where he's like, "But I did but fall I fell for in you." Love and you're kind of you. like, it seems so half-assed. Like yeah. you're like, because oh, sometimes in these movies, it, it's like you go like, I think maybe the villain did you know fall for her a little. Like in uh, what was the, the the juror? Right. Like that's the whole plot of that movie. Yeah. Is that he kind? I don't. It doesn't work it doesn't in that work, movie necessarily either. Exactly but that is actually believe. the point: yeah. is that he did this crazy person did actually fall for this woman. Whereas in this movie, he goes like, "But I did fall for you, dear." And you're like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> no, you didn't. at what point? What point? The movie didn't show us that at least. Yeah. So then she. So she. I f- like when movies do that stuff too, where like the thing. <laughs> that you did to get like the disc back from the mark from the main character is exactly the thing that you that like caused this all to unravel in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's way worse that she it's way worse than her actually knowing that there's a disc. Like they could have eliminated this problem so easily. Yep. And instead they had to do this vast conspiracy that ended up like un- exposing their entire operation and changing the world. Yeah. She changed yeah. the world at the end of this, I'll have you know. Because uh, she topples like some you know, like major software yeah. or political big bigwig type guy, Bill, some Bill Gates type. Yeah, he's some, a Bill Gates type. Yeah, he'd invented this gatekeeper software. Right, they, that comes up a couple times where like the cop is like literally when she's talking to this cop at one point is like, look. The system we have is protected by the gatekeeper software trademark, and uh, you know, so this is we can't. There's nothing right. can hurt our system. Nothing can get in our system. The gate is kept. It's ga- the gate it's is gate kept. kept. It's gate kept. It's kept. So uh, Ruth or whatever you're saying your name is, that's your name. Ruth Marks. Ruth Marks. That is your real name. Should have given it to Ruth Marks. Should have given it to the Marks brothers. So she ends up going home. <laughs> nobody, no, nobody remembers her. Her stuff is all gone from her apartment. Oh, even the, even the, the magnets that had her name on there. She does get a hero moment when she confronts the she confronts the guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she confronts the bad guy. He's, he's, he's got the gun with the silencer. And then he at one point he like turns and like unveils unveils his full evilness to her. And she's like, "Who are you?" And he goes, who am I? I'm Captain Goddamn America meets Albert Schweitzer. That's who right. I am. Isn't that what you said? He's like mad about it for some reason. He's like, like it's really bitter and weird. And then she like, I don't know, hits him with the gun or something and escapes. I don't yeah. remember She gets off the boat happens. and like goes away. And, and then she crashes into a pile of rocks. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I don't think it's supposed to be, but she's like, ah, ah, and she's like, cruising her way on a boat, and then just oh, runs, right. Right wakes, in, runs right into a rock. She formation. wakes up in a hospital, and then they're yeah. like, and then that's when they give her fake papers instead of just, I don't know, killing her yeah. in her sleep while yeah. she was in the hospital their where plan they knew she was. Just gets more complicated and weirder. Yeah. And their their plan totally revolves around like we can't kill this woman for right. some reason. For some reason, which they is just like, can't but kill you kill, but they are this <clears throat> dude's already killed. They killed people. multiple dudes. Killed plenty of people. They've already killed other. They've people. They've staged a plane crash. They killed walking your doggy. Yeah. It's amazing. They staged a plane crash. They staged a plane crash, but they can't eliminate Sandra Bullock. Because she doesn't know. Because she doesn't know that she's the target. Disc. Unbelievable. Uh, but she goes, she goes home, and nobody remembers her. Her yeah. stuff's all her gone. Stuff's gone. The cops are they there. Even they're like, took we the don't ice cube trays out of the freezer. What oh. kind of a sick bitch takes the her ice cube trays out of the fucking freezer? It's fucked up. So she has to go on the run and call her only her only ally. Finally, we get to the meat of the of the movie here. 
<laughs> yeah, her you, her ex drink Dennis Miller, yeah. who says, right. were they were they ex were they also like? I thought it was implied that they used to have a sexual relationship. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I, yeah, oh they, yeah, they used to. He was her psychotherapist, and she when she's talking to the evil British baddie, she he's like, what was the last relationship you were in? She's like, he was my psychotherapist, and, and that's she sort of tells the story. Yeah. And uh, it already seems like an inappropriate relationship, but yeah. he's not a bad guy in this movie. He's no. basically her ally. He's a little bit condescending, but who wouldn't be? She's being pretty... She's being a little nutty. Yeah. <laughs> they he's, stole my identity and whatnot. He's yeah, she con- seems he's, like she's having an episode. He yes. is condescending. You're right, but he is a little condescending longer than he should be. Well, at, some point, mean, at some point, he uh, needs to just believe her. <laughs> if, if indeed she is, you know, obviously he's not a very good psychotherapist if he sleeps with his patients, so he's <laughs> got an ethical problem already. Already, <laughs> already bad. So that's, that's clear. But if she is, in fact, like having some kind of manic episode that's causing her to be delusional, right. he's really shitty about it's it. Terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> and he's terrible. He's condescending. Of all people, he should be going like, "All right, we're gonna try to maybe get you some medication and like talk to someone, blah blah blah." But he's like, hey, "What is your fucking problem, man?" Classic movie psychiatrist, yeah. where like psychiatrists are just assholes, yeah, they're right? Just, they're just, just judgy. They're assholes. just sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. Get uh, Dennis Miller. Okay, so two things before we even see Dennis Miller, we, before we're even introduced to Dennis Miller, we know it's Miller time because she calls him up and he gets his answering machine, and his answering machine like, goes, "Please leave your name and number, la di da. You know the deal." <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, he introduces. He says. That you have reached the phone number of Dr. Alan Champion. Because his name is Alan Champion. It's the 21st century, baby. You know what to do. Beep. It actually, he actually says beep. Beep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beep. Ah, good stuff. Ugh. Picks her up in a cab, and she's like, ah, drive, let's go. And he goes, come on, I'm not a... Oh, no, he's in his car. This is yeah. why I got confused, buddy. Come on, I'm not a cab. Say hi. <laughs> and then she's like, t- she goes, take me to a hotel. And he goes, now that, that's doable. Nice. Nice. And this is like, and this is like, uh, this guy's introduced, and this is her only, her the only person who knows who she is, the The only person. person. But you know why? And you know why? You might be thinking, what about her parents? Her mom has Alzheimer's. (laughs) Does not know who she is. Diane Baker. So you think is it Diane Baker? Diane Baker, who is also Blythe Danner. I thought she looks a lot like Blythe Blythe Danner. But it's Diane Baker, who, <laughs> is, who is also in no Murder Dead. at 1600, which we were doing yeah. last, and most famous uh, for being the lady in uh, Silence of the Lambs, who goes, take this thing back yeah. to Baltimore. Definitely nipples, so, didn't it? She kind of rules. Uh, anyway, so she is. She, she finally has an ally. <laughs> she finally found one person who knows who she is. <laughs> it's her, and it's her ex-boyfriend woman. slash shrink that's Dennis Miller. So that's and she starts to get rough. mad because he's not listening to her full story. Yeah. He's like, hey, 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 Angie, I'm sorry. Sometimes it's easier for me to play doctor than to listen, babe. Oh, and like your do- job as a doctor is to, to listen. listen, not play doctor. It's like bringing an orangutan to the Battle of Thermopylae. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I got a million of them. <laughs> uh, never, never gets old for me. Uh, he calls her kiddo. I don't know. It's Dennis Miller, and uh, but he's not. He's not a bad guy. And, and there is a recurring thing in all these movies. I wish. Th- I, I thought when we were when we were doing this that I remember that the recurring thing is that all of these characters that Dennis Miller plays die. No, just this only one. one of them. Just this one. Yeah. But the other two at least get severely beaten or yeah. injured at a certain point. So that's good. <laughs> But he's, um, yeah. But he's he's uh, the he has his most significant role in this one, I think. Probably he's in Never Talk to Strangers quite a bit, but he's in this a lot. And like we said, he's her only ally, so he keeps popping up until he doesn't. Yeah, he's going. He goes to get a. Pres- he's. It's actually kind of funny because uh, she, like, all the pieces are starting to fall into place. He's starting to see evidence of this conspiracy that yeah. she's talking about. And at this moment, he's already fulfilled his prescription for antihistamines that he uh-huh. needs. And the computers have switched him with poison uh-huh. that he's allergic to. 
And uh, and so you just at, do that. at this exact moment, he goes, he goes <laughs> with computers. Like, with yeah. computers, they just control I, everything. I love, I love that the implication though is that the computer said, "Look, this guy needs antihistamines," but the computer says. He needs poison. Exactly. And you're a pharmacist, and you're like, well, the computer says he needs poison, so I I'm going to give him the poison, and I'm not going to tell him nope. that it's poison. Because obviously, if the computer says he needs poison, he knows what it is. <laughs> computer says poison. I it's like, it, says. Wasn't it like penicillin? He's allergic. He's allergic to it, yeah. But it was like, like but it, so it wasn't like, it, you could forgive the pharmacist who just is like going like, I guess he needs penicillin, yeah. who maybe doesn't have his uh, his full records there. The thing is, though, this goes back. It keeps circling back to the their, what to the bad guy's plan, which is to now to now they now they've killed now they've killed someone in they killed this I'm not airplane. Quite sure they killed, killed this airplane guy. Honestly. They're they're like they can't they for some reason can't just kill her. So right. she her one friend she convinces finally basically that like what's happening is happening, and they're like well, we got to get rid of him. And you're like why don't you just shoot? Why don't you just both shoot of them? Yeah, just kill both Computers of them. Computers don't control guns yet. Yeah, well, it's only 1995. There is, Computers there is, can't hijack cars or guns yet. Right. But meanwhile, there's an assassin following her the entire movie. Yeah, that's right. And he can't just he can't just walk up to her and shoot her. <laughs> and the by the way, the and the assassin hasn't actually been the person who killed anybody yet. He shot the he killed the he the killed pers- the the, the purse snatcher guy, but he didn't kill Dennis Miller no. or Ray McKinnon. No. He knows about no, it. Computers the did computers that. did that. Yeah, that's right. The computer people did that. But I'm just saying that this, like, it's like they're now their plan is even more elaborate, right? And it's just to like fool this lady or like make her go crazy to discredit her right. or something when they could kill her because they don't need her. Yeah. yeah, they don't like need. They don't, it's not like she like we need her because she's gonna. She we need a password from her, so we have to kill everyone around her to keep her alive though because we need we ultimately need her to be alive even if she's gone crazy and no one believes what she's saying. They don't need that. They just right. they just needed a disc from her and they got it like in the first fifteen minutes of the movie. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it just feels like that their that their plan is to do nefarious conspiracy stuff just because it's a movie. I guess I don't know. We we got to report that we're in a movie, so just do nefarious conspiracy <laughs> stuff. It's not really going to help us or whatever our agenda is in any way, but it's. We're in a movie, so let's do it. That's uh, the that's a generic bad guy meeting that we didn't get to see in this movie. <laughs> yes, sir. We're on it. We're all on this. But it's pretty it turns funny. out there's only three bad guys, and one of them is the assassin too. That's right. He's got a lot of power. There's the assassin, and there's some lady, Ruth Marks. Yep. Yeah. And then there's the Google Man or whatever, the guy who the, gets the arrested main, at the, the end. The Google the Man, bad guy. Oh, uh, there's an Jeff F- Bezos or whatever a, his fucking a name is. There's a fake FBI guy that shows up. Oh, oh that's right. 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 And then she crashes the car and gets away from him. She gets she d- kills him. I think. Isn't, yes, she he, does. Doesn't he crash. do? Doesn't he do? Uh, I'm a I'm a bad guy disguised as a cop stuff too. Or like she gets in the car for some reason. She just immediately trusts the Susie. He's like, so uh, <laughs> where's <laughs> where's the disc? And who have you told? And tell me everything that the bad guys need to know uh, before I can help you. And this is after good thing I got here. Where's the disc? Isn't this <laughs> is this before after? Because I think this is after like Dennis Miller goes to the hospital. Yeah, Dennis Miller is in the hospital. But, the, the but funny, then she gets into the car with just a guy who says, "I'm with the FBI," and she's like, "Okay." And you're right. like, for like five days of this woman's life, she's been like paranoid that everyone's out to get her, and this, this one a guy she shows up and says, "Like I'm with the FBI." She's like, "I, I believe you." It is there's no there's pretty no reason funny how quickly that's resolved. And though. he's in the hospital now. Yeah, Dennis Miller is well, in, in the hospital. But like, there's a funny thing like before he takes. The He's, so he's got the poison, the pills, yeah. and basically, he's just like it's starting to fall into place. And he makes Doctor Giggles her. seem like Jonas Salk. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. 
I'm not sure what it means. It's good. It doesn't have to. It doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't, it's Just two things. It. It's two <laughs> things. <laughs> two things. And one of them's historical. Some of them obscure. Uh, but he goes, "Hey, babe, I'm starting to think that you're not delusional." And then he like pops the poison pill right then. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately has to go to the hospital. <laughs> and then a, so he's babe, in. He's babe, in. Charlemagne. Francis on sissy. <laughs> Peter the Great. <laughs> oh man! All right, we got to get through the net <laughs> at least. Sorry, uh, we got I'm two never... more Dennis Miller ones. Save and, something. Any, Anyways, I'm never for, gonna get tired for some of that. reason, and I and I still don't understand. He's in the hospital. I would I would think that he's been diffused, but he's not dead. And at one point, uh, Sandra Bullock's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you're in the hospital." And he's, I got visions of sponge baths. No, because she says she's, my gonna, head, she's gonna take care of him after he gets out, and he goes, yeah. visions of sponge baths dancing my head. And Ooh. then he's <laughs> sleeping in the hospital, and someone comes and injects him with more poison. <laughs> And he's dead. Why? I don't even know why they killed him. No. It doesn't. Why? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. It's weird. Why? Why switch his uh, medicine? Waste, waste of fucking why energy. Even, why even try to kill him? Yeah. Like cause they like, killed him twice. Because like she's convinced this one guy that she's not crazy. So fucking what? Yeah. Like even if they go to anybody, people are gonna be like, "What proof do you have?" And she'll be like, "I had a disc, and they took it." And they'll be like, "Well, okay." Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. What? How did this criminal criminal conspiracy even get this far with this kind of dunderheadedness? It's amazing. <laughs> the three people running this conspiracy are terrible. <laughs> They're idiots. Uh, anyways, uh, so and a bunch of stuff happens. I mean, that, it's a, it's That's a chase movie, and it, 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 basically she like figures out what the bad guys are doing yeah. mm-hmm. and goes to, goes and takes the disc to a computer convention. <laughs> <laughs> Convenient. Uh, oh no! Wait. Yeah, it does it does climax there, in a computer? There convention. is, and there is. Uh, there is a carnival in this one too. Oh right, yes. Because that was something I noticed. I've noticed in a lot of these movies that There's we've been always doing this a year. carnival. There's like somewhere. some carnival in these towns. Always at whatever given time of year it is. There's just a carnival because 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 they always need some place where there's a lot of people. And she goes there, and yeah. there's some like mascot guy that's like going around like he's really aggressive, aggressively harassing people. Yeah, it goes. Hey, through, oh, the, mascot, oh. the mascot runs up and fucking grabs people. Yeah, multiple times. And he grabs Sandra Bullock and a then, bunch of and times. And then people go like, "Hey!" and shove him off, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And you're like, "Well, <laughs> you grabbed someone. You grabbed an adult." It was the nineties. Controlled it was by a, computers. A different time. <laughs> oh no, computer controlled mascots. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a whole scene where Northam like gets her at the at the carnival and then she gets away. The, this, this, <laughs> I mean, you're right that the carnival is like a staple of a shitty well, suspense also movie. In never, never talk yeah. to strangers. It's a good, it's a good place to stage like a cheap foot chase scene yeah. kind of thing. Like, yep. you know, uh, and there's a there's dudes in masks mm-hmm. and something's gonna pop out at you. Oh, maybe there's a hall of mirrors. I, I can mean, do a shitty rip like that. Moving. There's yeah. colors. Lights there's noises. Yeah, yeah, like four episodes of Stranger Things season three took place at a fucking carnival. Yeah, yeah. You the, can just dial a number. The rest was have, at the mall. So you can just rent a carnival too. That's kind of how they work. You just yeah. call yeah. a carnival and they'll be there. It's, it's true. easy to set fucking up. Yeah. Carnies, man. Uh, yeah, and so the rest of it is really just sort of this kind of half-techno chase stuff. They do get a couple scenes where uh, she's hacking, and this is the stuff that I like. It's funny. The computer I, stuff not, wasn't even the worst that we've no, dealt with in No, there's this not movie, that much of it anyway. But there's not yeah. very much of it. When she is using a computer, you're, I was kind of like, that just kind of... I mean, besides, like, I think Pizza.net is some some bullshit from that of that period, but, like, the when she's using it, I'm like, you oh, know, this looks like a computer. It's not like Disclosure where it shows you how emails work, and it's like, that's not how emails work. My, my, favorite, my actual favorite... 
favorite computer computer anachronism? I guess it's not an anachronism, but you know, like this is what computers used to work like. Mm. Is that they're all enormous? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We forget True. what it was like back then when they were just Giant huge. Like even her monitors. laptop is like the fucking Gutenberg Bible. There's a Dennis Miller joke for you. <laughs> there you go. Even uh, my laptop's like the Gutenberg, Gutenberg Bible, Bible here, man. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, in in in. This this it's not in this movie, but in another movie that I watched recently, that's techno thriller Swordfish. Ah. Uh, anytime that someone gets a supercomputer set up yeah. for him, it's fucking hysterical. And the, like like a computery guy goes like, "Oh wow, that's the thing." And this it's has still, the quad A six computer still processor. Still a bunch of like man. sixteen inch monitors, yeah. like big sixteen inch monitors, and they just have like colors on them and yeah. stuff because they're, they're they're working. Oh my god! Yeah, it's got over a these, gigabyte. These, <laughs> <laughs> There are dual floppy disk drives on this bad boy. Wow. Holy shit. How did you get that? Uh, uh, yep. So anyways, that's that's what it is. And, the, and then eventually she has a, a showdown with the, the bad British guy. And and, there, and we complain about this sort of thing all the time when a person um, has to, it really has to be pushed to, to kill a person who yeah. clearly deserves to be killed. Yeah. And Sandra Bullock just fucking hits this dude <laughs> with a fire extinguisher and pushes him off a catwalk yeah. and, he yeah, and he dies. It's kind of brutal. And yeah. he and he just goes, sh- bam, and then kicks him off yeah. and he dies. And he shoots the other bad guy, the lady... Before that, because he thinks it's Sandra Bullock. Yeah, and so this right. is that's actually made me laugh out loud too, because it was like we're Why talking about this, <laughs> the stupidity of this criminal conspiracy, and like two of the, the only they two, finally do the, the thing only that two they people do, and they're like they're like stalking her, and and he shoots his other co-conspirator, and you're like. <laughs> How could you? And she doesn't even look like Sandra Bullock. Like no. her, her profile doesn't no. look the same. He just saw a person and shot her, and then was like, "Ooh, whoops!" And you're like, nah, nah, nah. "You guys deserve to lose." <laughs> you're want, asking for it. I did want to point out before that lady gets killed. There's a funny. There's a funny hacking scene where uh, Sandra Bullock sneaks into this yeah. office and is kind of like doing some subterfuge with this lady who doesn't know that she's like a couple cubicles down. Yeah. And yeah. so she stages a fire alarm, and everybody's leaving the building, and then uh, and every, and she is no this this other lady is now known as Angela. Right. So she's like fully faking her identity and other people call her Angela. So anyways, everyone's leaving the building and then some rando guy has the, the best line in the entire movie <laughs> where she's everyone's leaving and, and, and the fake Angela is still there at yeah. her computer and a guy comes up behind her and goes, Angela, who are you? Our Lady of Asbestos? There's a goddamn fire alarm. What? <laughs> Did Dennis Miller write that line? And it's not Dennis Miller. It's, it's some random guy. Who are you? Our Lady of Asbestos? There's a goddamn fire uh. alarm. The part maybe uh, he's implying that she thinks yeah. she's fire retardant. That's exactly. Uh, I think that's the joke. That's amazing. That is, that is a lot of layers to go through. Dude, what if what if Miller actually did do like a punch up on that one? I think it's around the time I could totally see yeah, that. Yeah, like if you throw in another fifty uh, k, I'd do punch up, get up, joke bet. Yeah. Uh, but also the the other great computer thing is at the end when she like wipes when they accidentally she like figures it out somehow at the computer con to like wipe that gatekeeper software or the whole whatever the bad mm-hmm. so- evil software is and it's doing the whole thing where the on the <laughs> monitors the screens are like breaking up and pixelating and stuff and you're like yeah. I think that this, it just turns it just, just sh- goes black it just goes black yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look interesting when a computer program fails it just freezes a screen <laughs> or it, it shuts off it should have cut to the, like the, the computer civilization inside like ah! <laughs> <laughs> billions like, Tr- Tron is just like getting hit by comets. <laughs> Biodigital jazz. Oh, God. Man, if it had ended like that, that would be something. Dope. This would actually be a good movie. Yeah. I mean, wow. So anyway, she ki- the, he kills one of the bad guys. The bad guy kills the other bad guy. She kills the main bad guy. and then Change uh, the world. 
And then, and then you see you fun. see like the main main bad guy who you never really <laughs> who meet. I didn't even know who he was. You only see him in like news reports, <laughs> yeah. and he gets like three. He goes to jail. And then she sure. it ends with her her mom who throughout the movie doesn't remember her, and her mom is gardening at her house, and she brings in this flower and goes, uh, "Ma'am, I don't know where I'm supposed to put this because her mom doesn't know who she is." And she yeah. goes, "Um," and she's on her computer, and she goes. Actually, I'm gonna come outside. The whole the whole movie oh. was the whole the whole message of the movie was tra- cherish your human connections. Get off the internet for a Get minute. Away yeah. from the computer outside. for a little while. Live guys. your life. She's not Look. going for a walker, and she's literally just flowers. going. Smell the flowers. Four feet from her computer to yeah. put flowers. But, to then, show but then, right before the credits, the little pie symbol pops mm-hmm. up at the corner of the yeah, screen, and then very this cheeky. has been the net. All right. <laughs> oh shit. It's a motherfucking net. <laughs> That's right. I don't think that's what happened. Oh, or something. God, I wish that would be fucking <laughs> awesome. Let's take the power back. <laughs> uh, I don't. Remember. I think it actually goes out on a. Uh, it's not raging against the machine. It's, it's not raging against the machine. <laughs> I think it's an Annie Linux. A Linux song. Yeah, it's some kind of thing. Like it sounded like raging against the machine. It should have been. Uh, you know how Annie Linux uh, is. Yeah. 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 Uh, I just got a couple quotes here. Okay. Um, this is just. You want to do the speech? Is this? I don't know if this is the one. Um, it's a long. It's a long speech. Elect- this little it? electronic shadow. Nope. Oh, well, uh, this is the one I sent. No, you, you te- sent it yeah, to me. You texted it to us. Oh, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. But uh, she. This is when she's she's like reach, reaching the end of her rope and she's talking about the kind of damage that computers can do. And she's like, it's like this little electronic shadow on each and every one of us, just begging for someone to screw with you. And you know what they've done. And you know that they'll do it to you too. Oh. And all, she's almost like stip pointing at yeah. the computer screen while this is happening. And then there, then there's a, a part in it um, where I actually kind of liked Sandra Bullock in it. She's bad in this movie. She's trying a thing. It's not working. But there's a part when she's the, the FBI, the fake FBI guy, like unveils himself very quickly. Where's the disc? And she just goes, "You guys are amazing sons of bitches. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I am so tired of this shit." And then she like kills him or like smashes the car into. <laughs> it a was Sandra thing. Bullock was doing her whole Sandra Bullock thing in this movie, which is she sounds similar to a character from Speed, and she like kind of repeats stuff. And she's like, she's like the nor- she's like a Jittery. normal girl next door was her whole. You know, yeah. kind of her. She's sort of like replacing Julia Roberts. Yeah. at this period in time. And it's like she's doing, you know, but jittery and kind of like, like this girl's, this Apple. girl's cute and cool, but yeah. also manic. Yeah. Okay. You know? I, I do have that. You found I do it? Have this speech. I, I've got, yeah. I found it too. It's really good. You go. All right. Uh, and I don't do a Sandra Bullock impression, but you know, I imagine. You damn know, it. You know That's why we sent it to you just so try. that you would learn. Oh, I, tr- I worked on it. Just try your best. I just don't, I just don't understand. Why me? Why me? I am nobody. I am nothing. They good. knew. They knew everything about me. They knew. They knew what I ate. They knew what I drank. They knew what movies that I watched. They knew. They knew. They knew what. They knew where I was from. They knew what cigarettes I used to smoke. And 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 and, and everything they did. They must have watched on the, the the internet. I don't know. Watched my credit cards. Our whole lives are on the computer. And they knew. They knew that I could be vanished. They knew that nobody would care. That nobody would understand. And that you would. That it wouldn't matter anymore. And on that note, ratings. That was amazing. That was amazing. Excellent was job. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I don't think we can top that. No. Uh, so let's do our ratings real quick. Uh, uh, let's do the this... let's do the Millers first. I'm gonna give it three Millers. No, uh, the the Miller rating was the. Oh right. So I mean, I guess I'll give it a Miller Genuine Miller draft. Miller Genuine okay, draft. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it one and a half Juds. <laughs> I really thought this movie was excruciatingly boring. Uh, and uh, no, no Douglases. It's not sleazy. No, nope, no, not one. Uh, and I'm gonna give it. Uh, oh boy, 
<laughs> 10 out of 10 Gutenberg Bible-sized laptops. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give it, uh, yep, it is right down the middle, because he doesn't get to say a whole lot of Dennis Millery lines, but he's very smarmy. Yeah. He's smarmy as all hell. He should not be a psychotherapist. <laughs> uh, just the, just that <laughs> what, tone that he takes Dennis with Miller was your shrink. Yeah, yeah. it's not Yuck. great. Um, I got no so it's, it's definitely Miller, Miller Genuine Draft. Uh, I'm going to give it two and a half Judds. Wow. It is, honest, in all honesty, this is a very bad movie. <laughs> One of the worst. It's... It's boring, and Sandra Bullock, who is the main character in, in almost every scene, is bad. Yeah. It's very bad, but I, I don't know. It's one of those movies that is just amusing to me. Okay. Every time I've seen it like three times, and every time I watch it, I was like, Jesus Christ. I have a couple friends who listen to this, and they are always bugging me. Guys, you got to do the net on the podcast. And yeah. I'm like, fine, here you go. <laughs> and, and it just sucks. It's just the worst movie. It's so boring. It's the kind of movie that I think a lot of people have that nostalgia. They kind feel of like, like it will be it's fun. good, right? This is the movie that, like, or uh, the 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 memory of this is what I've experienced with Double Jeopardy. You know, like I think that is amusingly terrible and completely yeah. unrealistic. Everybody seems to think that this is going to be the same thing, probably because it's an easy it's an easy jump to go like, oh, computers, you know, the net yeah. that'll be funny and anachronistic. But that's not enough to get get you there here. No, yeah, there's be- there's sure. better anachronistic computer movies too. Yeah. Hackers. I mean, we've all seen disclosure. Hackers, yeah. Disclosure. Honestly, yeah. Absolutely. You know, um, yeah. But. It's certainly none of it's certainly none of that. It's pretty boring, but yeah, I don't. It's just, it's just so it's so <laughs> weird, and and uh, it it's you know yeah. what a twenty year old, twenty five year old movie yeah. that feels like a fifty five year old movie. Yeah. It's wild. It, I mean, it, it is like basically just like sort of like a Hitchcock plot uh, machine with like with like a computers put into it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like their goal when they were making it was like we'd want to we want to make a movie that's sort of suspenseful. Right. Yeah. Like even even yeah. if the the ambition and execution isn't there or whatever, it doesn't even feel like their intention was to make it particularly suspenseful. No. Just but a like, little. What if she kind of gets a little bit freaked out? Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> you know, she's kind of like, whoa! I read the new draft. Too many thrills. Can you take out? Take out. Scale that. Take out ten thrills. We got ourselves two more sort, scenes. We got ourselves Dennis Miller. Twenty percent less thrills. <laughs> uh, Thanks, babe. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks babe. babe. Um, zero, zero Douglases. Yeah. There is technically sex happens in it, eh. but it is very a very chaste movie. It's not interested in any of that kind of shit. And I'm gonna give it one bing, one bang, and one boom, babe. Mm. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going right. I'm splitting the difference. I'm going two two Juds. Uh, I don't know why. I just didn't think it was as bad as one and a half. It was like still, it d- it did have a plot that happened, and so it fulfilled that. But also, it's not. But also, it's, it's not good at all. Uh, zero Douglases and Miller Genuine Draft. He's right down the middle. Yep. He's not. He doesn't even have any th- real gross lines. Yeah. Uh, not even one. Really, he's a sort. He's but he is doing his smarmy does very smarmy. And I'm giving it ten out of ten. Uh, her name, ten out of ten names of the main character on her refrigerator, <laughs> <laughs> which just I got, I thought was uh, the best part of the movie. <laughs> she spelled her name out in magnets on her own fridge. Maybe yeah. she's got fucking memento. This disease is a or person like that, and she gets up every morning and is like, "Oh, I'm Angie." This is a person who d- doesn't know anybody, right. who nobody knows. She never leaves her house. And she looked at her fridge and went, you know what I could do with all those magnets? My Spell name. my name. The only person I know. That's me, who I am. Angela. There should have been a part where she comes back to her house. Because, you know, most people, I mean, a lot of times the refrigerator doesn't belong to you. I mean, it's her It's her home. It's That's her. Right. She yeah. bought the house, so that wouldn't make sense. But it would be a really good gag if, like, 
she comes back to the house and everything's gone and the refrigerator magnets his roof. <laughs> oh, no. I would have loved that. They changed, actually, that would have been fun. You know, and they're like, well, it says Ruth right there on the refrigerator. Even my refrigerator's <laughs> telling cops, me that I'm Ruth? The cops are going like, well, ma'am, uh, we understand what you're saying, we hear you, but like your ID says your name is Ruth and the magnets on your refrigerator also say Ruth. Corroborate that story. <laughs> I feel like it's a pretty cut and dry case. Yeah, ma'am, checks out. Ma'am, the magnets <laughs> on your refrigerator say that you're Ruth. <laughs> It's, I'm sorry. It's open I'm, and so, shut. I'm sorry, ma'am. It's open and shut. We have to go. Yep. There, Please don't bother don't, us again. We don't have time for this shit. There are people out there with chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. All right. So that was fun. Let's uh, let's get to let's probably the, probably the best movie that we'll be. This talking is my about. favorite of the three. And, and never never talk to strangers. Never talk to strangers. Talk to I find you incredibly attractive. Excuse me. My name is Tony. Tony Ramirez. Mr. Ramirez, we're strangers. And I was raised to never talk to strangers. You never talk to strangers, you'll never make any friends. Uh huh. What are you saying? Say yes. Say yes! hard for me to trust people. You need more wine. You're a bad influence. So it's you. Being not so in control. And I'll tell you, I'm going to do it right off the bat. Well, my, I told you the other day, my favorite, my, I, I'm going to try, if I don't remember one, try and remind me. Okay. I, mean, if, I had, I was like, I was like watching this movie and at first going like, this is dumb. Yeah. This is dumb. Partway through it, I'm like, this is okay. And then towards the end, I'm like, this is kind of getting a little crazy. Well, and that should and bring then, you to number and one. Then, and then, it's and, already and, and, over. And, and, and I was like, this is over. Number one, 85, 85 minutes 85 long. 85 minutes. Which is a, just a fucking treat when you watch these. Oh, yeah. when, the, when you look at it and it's like an hour 46, I'm always like, it's not a groan, but I'm like, okay. When it's around two hours, I'm like, oh, oh my God, what are you guys even thinking? The, the one that really you know gets that me you is, know is when I check. Like, old. first thing I do when I turn a movie on is I check to see how long it's Absolutely. like. I press the button. See what my PlayStation says, like the minus countdown. And mm-hmm. if it says like 152, mm. it's always like, oh, this Jesus. Is, that's is always death. 145 is like, it's a little long. But 145 yeah. can still be a solid. You can right. still go like, okay, you had a lot of stuff. I don't know how long Hand the Rock's a Cradle is. It was like an hour fifty. Yeah, but that was but that movie's but that works. But that works. Great. But I mean, that, that all kind of goes out the window when you're talking about really. So good so right. one eighty five minutes long. Great. Uh, two, I I I guess the twist, and I still like the movie. I yeah, guess yeah. the twist early on and went no, that can't be it. And then when it was, I was still like, oh, I'm still pleased. I'm still pleased with that being the yeah. twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, Rebecca De Mornay punches a TV. Yeah. <laughs> The great Rebecca De Mornay. She's and the great Rebecca for, De Mornay. For this movie, fucks quite a bit. Yeah, there's there a lot is of, a lot of is horny as there shit. is a lot of horny. there is a lot of fucking. It's an 85 minute movie, there's and so like fighting. at least five to seven percent of it is fucking. Yeah, and, and that's I, and, and that's quite a bit. A, I shared a kind of gross picture from one of the sex scenes on not not <laughs> yeah. a not say for work one, but like. Uh, and one of our friends uh, on Instagram said something about how she saw this uh, when she was ten, and and, and like this, and the idea of uh, having these sex scenes be like that's what uh, sex is like, kids. She's yeah. like, it's fascinating. She's no. like, it's burned and it was burned it is, into my brain. It, I mean, it is a movie that's like the uh, the the sex is very adult in ways that's like it, there's a lot there's lots of nudity, but also in ways where it's like these are broken people having weird sex. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's and it's movie. 
It's and, already, it's, and it's movie it's already, it's already movie sex. So yeah. It's yeah, like, like the uh, chain link fence. What's yeah. the deal with that? It's like a cage. He's got cages. He's got one in his and maybe apartment. it's symbolism. I don't yeah. know. Well, we're all trapped in our psychological cages. Oh, she, that, which she certainly is. Uh-huh. Not me. Yeah. No, you but are. it's his apartment. But it's yep. his apartment that has the cages. So yeah. I don't know. You forgot number five. I, I only I, those were the four I remembered. What's I know number five, number five is Harry Dean Stanton. First thing ah, you see. That's the first thing you see. First and, thing and you he's see in the movie. Creepy he's shit. saying creepy, rapey stuff. But, but yeah, I think this, sex is the, overrated, uh, Dr. Taylor. Don't you? I guess not. Is that him? I guess not. Do it as Sandra Bullock instead. I think sex is overrated, That's Dr. Better. Taylor. Ooh, Harry Dean Stanton. Like, I don't like either of those. I think sex is overrated, Dr. Taylor. Don't you? I guess not. You'd be out of a job, wouldn't you? Oh, I love that little scar on your mouth. So he's just like, he's this gross sex pervert. Yeah. Harry Dean Stanton, at the time this was made, was in his hundreds already. <laughs> yeah. Harry so Dean Stanton is great. By the way, the everybody look up the Ebert... Uh, the uh, Harry Dean Stan- Stanton Harry Dean Stanton M.M. at Walsh rule, which yeah. is that uh, any movie with Harry Dean Stanton or M.M. at Walsh can't be all can't bad. Can't be all bad. Except for there's one exception. It's uh, Wild Wild West, cause, and both of them are in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> There's there's How a lot you. of quite, kind of quite a bit of Harry Dean Stanton in this. Uh, he's like a weird subplot that doesn't quite have anything to do with uh, what's actually happening in the it's movie. It's like, like thematically, thematically grounds it, grounds it. Yeah, and yeah. it's always fun to see Harry Dean Stanton. Fun yeah, fact: This movie me. was intended to be directed by legendary Chilean auteur Raúl Ruiz. Oh wow! Who makes like you know, did make uh, like very very long, like esoteric, very dreamlike arty films. Uh, a lot of them are really good. The ones that I've seen, they're it's a commitment. But uh, he was fired by Rebecca De Mornay. Hmm. Exact wow. producer. And then Rebecca they got this, this dude Peter Hall, who just made like prestige dramas. Yeah, I looked. Yeah. He's like he was like a theater dude. He yeah. did like a lot of Shakespeare. Yeah. He was like you, he, you look at. It, I saw a picture of him on IMDb, and I'm like, that guy directed this movie. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, yeah. Be be more horny on be each other. Be hornier. Yes. Uh, Bite his th- ass. Think of think of Lear and uh, and uh, <laughs> Lady Macbeth, and just horn it up a bit more. Do bite his ass like Tristan would bite as old his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> stick your tongue like Cressida. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Corellis and Cressida. There's that. There's that. Okay. There's that English major. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, but this is one of the few movies that you see that is feel that is. It's obviously not, but it it is feels very De Palma y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is like oh, no, if it's, De Palma had done this, it'd be real. Something. I was saying, yes, I was after yeah. I watched like this, I was, I was saying, the, yeah, the technical daring. I, yeah, I thought that during the movie, I was like, this. If this was Hitchcock, if Hitchcock directed this, we would people would be talking about it yeah. in film. Class. It would be Marnie if Hitchcock. Yeah, directed if it. Uh, yep. if De Palma directed it, we would be talking about it because like remember that part in this fucking movie where the, the crazy thing and the camera does the thing right. and all the the sex scenes. What was that? And as it is, it's like directed by a guy, and like it's fine. <laughs> He's, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't like botch it or anything. It's no. fine. But given, like, given where it goes, it's not unfemme fatalish. No. If you ever want to see a movie that is that is like the feeling of a Brian De Palma movie, but like the director had no interest in yeah. putting that extra elbow grease in for getting yeah. those shots. Right. They're like I'm not gonna get those, do those fucking shots. It's gonna make the shoot go on twice as long. <laughs> We're doing this regular. We don't We're want to make this movie, movie regular too style. interesting. I need yeah. to get down the pub. Yeah. Exactly. I see, I think he's British. I don't know. Oh, he must be British. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he is now. Uh, <laughs> as far as we're concerned. It's canon that that guy who directed yeah. this movie is British. Directed by Andrew Lloyd Webber. dead. So, so Rebecca De Mornay is a like psychotherapist, and she's like her, literally a psychotherapist. Psychotherapist. <laughs> Spoiler and, alert. And her, she's like interviewing Harry Dean Stanton who's a criminal and he is claiming insanity and she's like trying to decide whether or not he's faking yeah. it or real and a lot of stuff having having to do with MD 
multiple personality MP, MPD. Yeah. As they because they do use the shortened cr- uh, terminology for it. Right. But uh, she knows a lot about multiple personality disorder, oh, which gee, is I wanna, crazy I, I hope that ironic. doesn't come up later. It's pretty ironic, and she's like, multiple personality people don't know that they have multiple personalities, right. and that's how you can tell if they're faking it, and and that's what she's kind of trying to figure out with Harry Dean Stanton. Makes primal fear look like never talked to strangers. <laughs> it kind of does. And so forth. Yeah, that, that is a uh, yeah. That's kind of what's happening there too, isn't yeah, yeah. it? Oh shit, I hadn't even thought about that. Uh, this is better than that. Um, and so she does that, and but she's very busy and, and obsessive at work, and so there's not much personal life, is right, there? She's right. another one of these beautiful ladies who's kind of like shy when it comes to the sexy stuff, right? Too driven. And so I, it's pretty much immediate. Like as as soon as she comes home from like interviewing Harry Dean Stanton, she gets uh, approached by Antonio Ibanderas, right? Mm-hmm, that's right. And and Ibanderas is like, I know about the wine. <laughs> you like you like wine. <laughs> And uh, I take you to my house, and we have wine. I'm not usually like this. And he's from Puerto Rico. I'm not sure that accent holds up. Uh, (laughs) Or if he's trying to even do a Puerto Rican accent, I doubt it. And this is very early Banderas, too. I think he wasn't good at English when he first started. Uh, You know, yeah, I mean, he was mostly, you know, he's probably got better over the years. Yeah. It's so long ago. It's a long ass time ago. <laughs> it's it's young, sexy Antonio Banderas yeah. is when he was the hot property. I mean, he was coming off of all those Almodovar movies where he was like the sex symbol. That's so. right. And he'd been in like Desperado and stuff like that. This is so. This is post Desperado. I, I think it is post Desperado. But is it pre Assassins? <laughs> Ooh, when Assassins he was going to be great. the next generation of action hero. We should we should do that one. Can we? Yeah, I don't see why not. It takes place in jolly old Seattle, foggy London town here. It takes here. place in Seattle. Yeah, shot here too. Parts Jeez. of it. Jeez. Which movie would? And it was written by the Wachowskis. I know it. What took place in Seattle? Assassins. And directed by Dick yeah. Donner. Dick never Donner. I've never seen that one. Uh, did, I miss, did you talk about the, her dad, her drunk dad? who showed Not up? yet. Okay. Oh, You're yeah. talking about sex, sex. Does the drunk dad show up after Antonio? Uh, right uh, before Antonio Banderas. Oh, I really? Think. Yeah. It all happens pretty quick. I mean, this movie's very it's short. It's pretty fast-paced, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, a lot of stuff happens because there's not much time to... There's not, like, a lot of spa- of time. Yeah. Drunk dad shows up. He's living out of his car. He's in, in a bad way. He's coughing. Don't feel bad for him, though. She, she turns him down. She turns him down because something, something's going on. Something happens. Yeah, she's yeah. clearly afraid she of doesn't to talk to him. She's resistant to his touch, yeah. and she's not even quite sure why. Yeah. She just knows that she doesn't like him, and he's just kind of like, I yeah. want to be back in your life again, and she's <laughs> like, you left us. She's mad at him because t- she because he left them, yeah. and good, that's uh, all she really knows, and but her, there's way more. Her mom died in an accident. Yes. Yeah. And we see <laughs> that in flashbacks. Know. A little bit. It's a good occupational irony syndrome plot where like she can take care of other people's problems, but she can't diagnose herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, did you talk about Antonio? Uh, sorry, I went to the bathroom. Did you talk about Antonio Banderas yeah. picking her up in the grocery Picks store? Picks her up in the grocery store, talking yeah. about, I'm, my special. You should not why. be here in the frozen food section because <laughs> you could melt all this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it's uh, Have a nice it's day, a vegetable. Antonio. Have a nice day, Mr. Banderas. <laughs> fuck hey, you. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> could, we, could we get him? Do you think we could get him to, to do a remake of My Blue Heaven with Antonio Banderas? I would watch that the, oh, heartbeat. The exact same script yeah. and as much of the same cast that's Arugula. still alive. Rick Moranis, just replace him. Still be being Rick Moranis. <laughs> it's a vegetable. It's a vegetable. So good. Uh, yeah. And around this time, too, who cares about the chronology? Around this time, too, we also yeah. find out that uh, Dennis Miller, this is when Dennis Miller makes his appearance. He's her he's neighbor. He's kind of a creepy neighbor. And who, he, like, has the hots for her. Yeah. What and does they, he say? They, but he's they very, fucked earlier on. Yeah. Did they? They've oh, they had They had before, but she doesn't. But he, because he doesn't. No, I don't think they have. No, no, they had sex like one time, and he's always trying to get back uh, to that. Okay, yeah. I she assume they didn't on. because of his line, the best line in the movie. 
Yeah. Or she's she's well, like she's, like, she's that, like you never give up, do you? Yeah, because he keeps turning him she down. Goes, you never give up, do you? And he goes, "Hey, I'm Sisyphus. I'm Sisyphus with a hard on." Perfect. The quintessential Dennis Miller. <laughs> line. Not much else, and, but like that. And what I love is that like this guy, it's like similar to the net, except he's creepier in this one. But in the similar sense, like you're basically supposed to roll your eyes at this guy. Like he says that, and she kind of goes, "Okay," pushes right. him away, kind of thing. But she's he's still like a neighbor who is like her best friend too, sort of, and has yeah. like a key to her apartment. And you're like, that guy just said that to you. Right. Um, don't Sisyphus be friends with, with him. Even on. even more directly, he she, he she goes. She always <laughs>, laughs at everything that he says, and she and she, and she, he says so, she says something about like, I just don't want to be involved with anybody right now. He goes, Hey, who said anything about involvement? I just want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, ha, 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 that's fine. <laughs> and and so that's all set up. And that's we know Dennis Miller. Doing. They're actually introduced together hanging out in a like sexy art show. Right. He's Rebecca like, De Mornay's a little freaked he, out by it. He's like, it's like this This show is, or the, the whole movie's like kind of like one of those uh, murder mysteries, you know, where you're like, it's got a lot of red herring. So every character in it is like, who's the who's the guy? And so Dennis Miller's character is set up being obsessed with her. And in every right. scene he's in, he's kind of, so you're kind of supposed to go like, oh, is it him? Because there's a whole scene where he like has a lady upstairs that's like at his apartment and he's like obsessing over what Rebecca De Mornay is doing. Like, what do you, what do you do? He's listening on her phone calls. He went yeah. ostensibly to get some vodka from her apartment. <laughs> got any vodka, babe? She's she like, wants vodka. She's like, no. And then he goes to her freezer and he's like, I found some vodka. You lied to me, babe. Yeah. You said you didn't have vodka. You did have vodka. She's like, I don't know where that vodka came from. <laughs> Maybe it's another one of my personalities. She, oh, my, uh, she makes some comment about the woman that he's with is young or something. I can't remember all of his dialogue in this, but he's 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 he's, he's way more. Uh, oh, and by the way, actively he, sleazy in this one than he's in the listening net. to that song. Never met a girl like you before. I can't remember the artist, but it oh, was yeah. really popular at, at, at this time. <laughs> he's got it cranked up because he's partying with this That's young right. lady. Never met a girl like, like you before. Yeah. You know the song. Yeah, it's actually a good song. Yeah. Anyways, that's not in the bad. that's in the movie. <laughs> not bad. Ninety five still a pretty okay year for music. Yep. Well, <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, let's not go that far. I said, hey guys, I did qualify it. Still pretty a pretty okay. okay. Yeah. That's not necessarily high praise. All right. So I'm trying to figure out how movie. to go along because there's so little to it. I mean, we can just. I, guess I mean, we can I just figured blast the, like, it. The, the twist that I figured out was that she's she's doing it. Well, she's yeah. what, doing what? Nothing's happened yet. She's stalking herself. What is the, the oh, no, first, she kills the first she's, signs that no, happen she, is she gets dead. She receives dead flowers. Gets, yeah. and then and then it, she and, and this and starts then, happening as soon as she meets Antonio Banderas. So yeah. she thinks Antonio Banderas is doing all this creepy stalkery stuff that's happening yeah, to yeah, her. Yeah. And then we get and this is what then really she hires a private detective. Yeah, who's to, 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 check, to follow yeah, him. to follow Antonio Banderas. She has a good line too. It's something like you know. I finally meet somebody I like, and I gotta write a fucking check to see if they're a psycho, Dude, a psychopath. But yeah. this is uh, after they they kind of they like have a whole back and forth, and then they have like some real horny sex. Yeah. But this is this is after she hires the PI way after that. Like they have some horny. She's not sure at first, and then she like is sure, and she like goes back. Of, there's and, a lot of thrusting. And they, they like thrust tongues and parts through there's butt, there's fences. Butt biting. She the bites his that, butt. She, bi- she the, bites his butt. It is very horny. The way that the sexy sex scene starts is is kind of interesting too, because like they have. They're having a fight, and she's kind of like not trusting him, and she yells at yeah, him, yeah. and then she's like, "I think I better go." And then he's like, "Oh, you fucking leave me now!" And he like gets mad and yeah, he's yeah. like screaming at her. And then, and this is kind of fucked up. Like she's she's like leaving, but also trying to maybe kind of go back and go, "Can we not maybe leave on the worst terms?" And then he like t- grabs her face like with his hand, 
and then shoves her face. Yeah. And she's like, fuck you. And he's like, fuck you. Which which makes sense in yeah, the, in the part of the movie that we're in. It makes sense like when that happens in the movie because you're like, oh, maybe, because you're thinking this guy's maybe the killer. With the revelations later that happen, you're like, what? Why, Why would that guy do that? that? It's yeah. kind of rash. That doesn't. Uh... And so she gets onto the industrial, <laughs> uh, sexy industrial elevator that all these movies have for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Goes down, is about to get in a cab, and then kind of goes like, you know what? Goes right back up the elevator, mm-hmm. opens, slaps Antonio Banderas. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio Banderas is wet. Maybe he ju- jumped into a shower after all this. No, happened. he just—that's he, what happens when he gets turned on. He like <laughs> he gets wet. It's weird. I get wet. He was in a shower. I thought that <laughs> I get very wet when you are around me. <laughs> he just gets wet. He's not yeah. sweaty. No, it's not He's sweat. It's wet. like a. It's, it's like musk. Yeah. It's just. It's and then they have this. They have this sex scene. Yeah, she slaps him, and then she. And oh, this is actually pretty, pretty fun. She slaps him, and then he goes, "What else?" Yeah. <laughs> and then she starts making out with him, and she then we get, the, butt. we get the sexy, sexy, sex scene. She bites his butt. She's and this is a line that she says to him. This is how horny this movie gets. <laughs> and then I'm gonna try to do it in this sexy because she's being very sexy, and she's, "That's how I like my man, wet." And naked, because <laughs> she's got a she's like the lady in charge stuff. She pushes him into this weird cage thing that's in his apartment, yeah. pulls his pants down, licks his back, and then bites his ass. Yeah, well, oh, he only man. has a towel on because he was in the shower. Yeah, because he he shoved her out of his apartment and then immediately got in the shower. I think it makes nine and a half weeks look like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it does, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know those are two things. Yeah. <laughs> So they have some horny sex, <laughs> and, they have horny sex and then and she leaves in the morning. Nudity and all that stuff. Uh, like the sex scene kind of goes on for a long time. It's not the only sex scene. And either. there's a carnival. This movie's 85 minutes there's long. There's a carnival right outside his window because they'd gone to the carnival yeah, earlier. And, right like, and, he's carnival. A, and he's a dead shot. Yeah. And he's a dead shot and he wins her a prize or something. Yeah. He's he real, did she get the uh, chopped up cat yet? Uh, that comes a little bit That comes a little bit well, later. Well, she gets a chopped up cat from whoever's It's after her cat, her. right? It's her it's cat. It's her cat. Poor cat. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty gnarly, and uh, and this was that cat was established in earlier scenes. By the way, it right. wasn't a, a deceived cat that just shows up for at right the end for of no routine. reason. I had a I had a like weird reaction to it too because I was watching this at work, and the day that I went down there, there was a really gnarly dead cat on the road oh. that everyone. I'm, I don't want to go into detail, but it was bad, and uh, and when this dead cat showed up, I <laughs> might have. Maybe teared up a little bit. <laughs> I just wasn't in. The, I was just in the wrong emotional place to see another fucking dead cat. I like that. at the same time, and I was just like, Wah. and then I was like, what the fuck? This movie. It's a fucking suck movie. it up, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what I said probably to myself. And uh, and so and she flips out as you would. She's starting to get mad. She goes to the cops. The cops are like, we can't do anything. We're cops. We can't be policing. We can't be policing everybody the all the time. And. Uh, and then this is where she's starting to she's starting the to cops show also, like they, they they can't figure out who she is because her name's not on the refrigerator. Nobody so. knows you. Nobody <laughs> knows who you are. I'm sorry, ma'am. Your name isn't on your refrigerator, so we can't tell we you can't, are. We can't um, help you. you could, if you could spell out your name in magnets, we might be Trying able to, to help you from talking to strangers. But this is the part where you get a different ripple of Rebecca De Mornay's personality, a little bit more unhinged than we're used to seeing her. And she goes, she's yelling at the cop. She's like, "I'm afraid to go home. Do you know what that's like?" And he goes, I'm sure it's terrible. She goes, no, you don't. You don't have a fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, she bellows and then, then storms away. She gets to do, she gets to be a little unhinged at points in this movie, which I love. And then Antonio, she's like mad at Antonio Banderas again. And this is a fu- this is a funny, another funny Dennis Miller line where Antonio sh- shows up at his place and he's like, I want to work it out. Why are you mad at me? And uh, and then Dennis Miller's there and he's like, what do you think you're doing, babe? You want to talk to her? I don't think so. And then, uh, and then at one point uh, he goes... Uh, uh, Antonio Banderas says this to Dennis Miller. He goes, "Oh, you're Cliff. 
because he's got an accent. <laughs> Dennis Miller goes, yeah, I'm Clayf. Yeah. <laughs> Makes fun of his accent to his Jeez. face. And he does call him pal. Good stuff. Hey, pal. Look, she said it's a bad time, pal. Don't you listen? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then this uh, more stuff goes on. You, well, you get the idea. Well, I, I mean, mean, she so like basically like she's getting stalked, and then at some point, uh, some like uh, hooded figure like uh, clubs Dennis Miller yeah. over the head with a pipe in the alleyway. Yes, he does not die in this movie. I was, but he does get beaten up pretty severely. So I was happy about that. This, he yeah. dies. I mean, in 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 the net, he just gets poisoned by penicillin and dies right. or whatever. And I'm kind of like, eh. And this one, I'm like, oh, he dies from getting beaten by a pipe, and you're like, he didn't die. Yeah, he turns up later. But you uh, get to see a scene of Dennis Miller getting beaten with a beaten pipe. With a pipe. Which which is, so, we, all, we all needed it. Which, yeah, this is what, it's, it's what America needs right now. It's what he deserves. <laughs> it's what America <laughs> needed to see Dennis Miller get clubbed I, with a pipe. I certainly did. Yeah. And just, not even only because of him in this movie, you just want to see that. Practically in a coma in the hospital or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, there, but one of the things that this movie does poorly is because the, there's this mystery figure who's stalking around with like a hoodie on, and it's the person that clubs Dennis Miller, and you yeah. see the person walk in and out of Rebecca De Mornay's place. It's Rebecca De Mornay, spoiler alert. Yeah. But they don't do a very good job shooting around it, so it look it doesn't. It's clearly a woman. Yeah. There's is no way. There's certainly no way it's Antonio Banderas. It can't be Dennis Miller. It doesn't. They have an show accent. too much of the of the mystery figure. Well, yeah, and it's supposed. To, and it's you know the other person would be like what her dad. Yeah. You know, and then like it can't be him either. It's too. It's a small. It's but there's something. A small person. There's something. Ha- somehow she's working with this case with with a. Uh, Paradine Stanton, Stanton, and like people end up dead because of someone ends a, up dead that's because a of that dipshit set of red it's herrings. It's a very, it's a very that one's a very thin red herring, yeah. and all of them are pretty bad red herrings. So I kind of I, that's why I figured out the twist, but then I was kind of like, well, oh, that can't be it. That's stuff. That's, that's the only like, place it has to go. Exactly, but they, but they the movie does do a poor job of it, but they also do a, funny things. Like there's a part where then this is what like made me go, okay, that's going to be the twist. Before the twist, there's a part where she's like scared, and she. Opens up her closet and sees herself in the mirror. Oh no! And, goes, oh. and she gets scared, and I was like, "Oh, it's well, it's her." Because okay. the movie, it's essentially the movie telling you, like, it's, her. it's her. It's her. No it's reason her. to do that otherwise. No. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, at least I was like, I felt like it was like maybe them going, "Ugh, we didn't. We're it not seemed, doing very good. It we seems don't know." Like but eighty-five minutes may have been a stretch. Here you go. Yeah, it kind of does. But I mean, there's I don't not think, much there. I don't think yeah. that the movie was ever like. The movie never really bored me though. Then there's a whole scene where they like she like was gonna leave Antonio Banderas and then he convinces her not to and then they are snowball. Not yet, they're, then they're says. having a they're playing in the snow, which is cross cut with them uh, horn hornily fucking too. Yes, hornily, 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 fucking. Hornily, hornily fucking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's the tr- there's the trust the trust fall sequence. Some more horny fucking. Some, but, but that's 85 the, minutes. There's two the trust, fairly long. The trust fall. Yeah. The trust fall is in the snow. The snow scene is intercut with them fucking. Yeah. It's yeah. so. It's like because which is essentially you kind of see watch it and go like, oh, this was probably two scenes and some brilliant editor, and I mean that in right. in, in a very positive way went like, what if what if, what if just- to make it shorter. We cut the sec- the fucking and the snowball scene together, and it's like because they, there's no they don't like mirror each other no, necessarily. No, the juxtaposition makes absolutely no sense, but yeah. it works because yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, that's fine. Also, because you're like that's kind of movie. Sex. You're like just get through this. Let's yeah. just, <laughs> and also let's get to more sex. Well, you know, also intercutting to them having a fucking snowball fight, I guess. And speaking of, and speaking of kind of getting get on with it because this movie has that sort of feeling about it. Let's like they just sort of get on with it because she, she hires this PI guy, yeah. and he follows Antonio Banderas. He goes, "I'm going to Boston," and then he goes to Albany instead, which is where <laughs> yeah. she's from. Yeah, and then yeah. she's like, "Oh, what's up with that?" She goes to his apartment, 
uh, up that industrial, the sexy industrial elevator into yeah. his apartment and like goes through his stuff, finds a file on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Antonio Banderas has been like he, she, and she sees this file with like official documentation and pictures, and goes, "He's stalking me." Right? Yeah. And you're like, wow. Well, maybe that's oh, her, her split personality, like shutting her eyes. He's got to be the guy. He's got to be the guy. And then there's like a final confrontation. Well, there's a whole part. There's a whole. We forgot about the whole part where she comes into a, a room and it says, uh, "Oh, die, fucking moron, fucking die, die, fucking moron, die." Yeah. Possibly written in shit. It's like yeah. sh- it looks like shit and blood, maybe well, or something. Yeah, it looks like it could be <laughs> shit. And then when she's cleaning it, she barfs a couple times yeah and it's sort of like I, maybe she's barfing because it's intense or whatever but, but like she I wrote like to that think there. it's because she wrote it in her own shit i yeah. also like that like she she, just, she, she it, certainly wrote it whether it's her shit or not she wrote that because she did I, oh, absolutely I, mean, I feel like you have to commit if you're really gonna if you're gonna write something in your own shit i mean you really you, you mean it but you to have enough shit too yeah but <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna do that you're really gonna stick with fucking moron die yeah, <laughs> like, fucking moron you couldn't go with a little more colorful I'm a moron I think that like it was I feel like maybe it was one of those things that like seemed good in the planning stages and then after she was done she stepped back she went uh, it doesn't no. work but you'd already but you know once you you'd, she'd already laid down fucking moron die and shit on the wall and just went it doesn't work it doesn't work like I thought it would I thought it was gonna have this zing to it but it yeah. just says fucking moron die in my own shit and I don't like it yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. I have to clean it up and now I have to clean it up <laughs> I really should never have done this myself and then she's in the shower bathing all the, you know washing all the shit off of herself after cleaning it up yeah. and then uh, and then the uh, the phantom bad person whoever it is has unscrewed this heater yeah. that is already unwisely placed directly <laughs> above the bathtub shouldn't be no, even if it's not properly screwed in the same in room there, you don't put it up there yeah. and as soon as she gets out of the bathtub the heater drops in, Falls and, goes, in and she's like ah. it would have killed her but and she's like who's the guy and these screws someone comes in and goes these screws have been tampered with and you're like yeah yeah and then it turns out it's her, and you're like, so uh, I guess that was to throw herself off herself, I think is the whole point. But I don't know. So at the end, you just skip to the end. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty much there. She, we're we're she, not missing much. It she turns out no, we've covered everything. that her dad was uh, abusing her yep. and doing bad stuff to mom, killed mom, mm-hmm. yep. shot her. Then he makes her pull the trigger. Makes he her makes her pull, pull the, the trigger. trigger. Right. And he makes, makes her, her complicit in it, and then is like, we have to cover this up when she's a little girl. Like when she's just like what, like eight or something like yes, that. Yeah. Five. And uh, so he's very bad dad. To co- to use one of Dennis Miller's actual jokes, he's such a bad dad that he makes the great Santini look like <laughs> Leo Buscalia. <laughs> he is, doesn't say that in this movie, but he has said that in that real. Is, that in is a the real world. Dennis Miller joke. Uh, do you, most people aren't going to get either one. Of no, those I don't think anybody's going to get that. I do I know the great to, Santini. But I don't know. I've, I'm gonna play Leo dumb Buscalio here. Leo Buscalio was like a famous self-help guy who yeah. was like it was doing, all about the power of love. Yeah, okay. like very open, okay. open hand, you okay. know, open-hearted. Like seventies sort of. We need to all love more. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I figured something like that. But he's know. the opposite of the great Santini. Yeah, he's nice. Words. The great Santini is mean. So it's basic idiom. This dad <laughs> is bad too. She, but she also finds out in this scene because Antonio Banderas is there that he's a cop mm-hmm. and he's been investigating her because they're pretty <laughs> sure she's the one who's been doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah he's been investigating. An Investigating on behalf of an ex-boyfriend of hers that she just thinks like disappeared or left right. or something. But she killed. She killed him. 
in her in her like evil personality. Yeah. That and so he shows her this. He's like, I have footage of the person. And he's a cop, your, right? That broke into your place. Yeah. He he's a he's cop. A, he's, he's a PI. Is he a PI? PI? He's working at PI, working okay. on behalf of the family of the ex-boyfriend. Right. Okay. Okay. Because I was I, I for some reason but I thought he, he was a cop he, and he I was, was gonna... a former. He claims he was a cop okay. in Puerto Rico. I don't it's, know if that's true. It's unethical <laughs> either way for him to like be hornily fucking her all the Absolutely. time. I think he but, says as much. But I think it's like, I think it's like only unethical if you're a pi it's like i think it's actually illegal if you're a cop like you can't i don't i don't if you're for a cop yeah if you're a pi i think you have to have get involved (laughs) yeah exactly from all the books i've ever read yeah all the books the law not to even the bible Uh, and so he's like this is the person that broke into your place and it's her yeah but there's still 10 minutes left yeah well that's because that's because he reveals that then dad shows up. Dad shows, dad shows up. Moment. She shoots Antonio Banderas, and she then the does. dad does the whole reveal of what we just talked about. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you're because when she when Antonio Banderas revealed it to her, I'm like, okay, movie's over. Wait, there's still mo- time left. And then the dad shows up and goes like, it's actually more fucked up than you think. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then so. who shoots dad? She shoots she dad. Shoots everybody. She, she shoots, shoots everybody. everybody, but makes it look like and, dad uh, and Antonio Banderas killed each other. Yep. yep. And this is the scene where we finally get still to see Rebecca Dorne in the role of these other personalities. Yeah. Like she, and there, there, there might be three other ones. At one point, she's a kid; she's like a baby. She's right. like, My daddy did this, and then she's got. There's the one who's obviously doing all the killing, who's like real vicious. That's when but she then punch, I think that she, even she punches. One. She does punch a TV, right? Yeah. She punches the TV, yeah. and then, uh, and then at one point, it's pretty cold-blooded shit because Antonio Banderas is not a bad guy, and I think genuinely does love her, and he's like. Give the gun to me. You can trust me. And it, but this, at this point, she's in her psycho uh, personality, yeah. and she goes, "Sure, fuck her." Yeah. <laughs> and blows him away, and he just straight up dies. Yeah. Uh, and then she's she's going on about. Um, I, I think she's t- this is maybe before she blows him away, or maybe she's talking to her dad. Who, who knows? She's like, "Now you know what happened to Benny. He was a worthless piece of shit, like all men." Yeah, yeah. she hates she men. Hates men. She's a yeah. misandrist. Yeah. yeah. A misandrist. Because of all the talking to and strangers. With, and with good cause. Yeah. And with good cause. And then she blows away her dad, which is, it's sad that she blows he away her really dad. Um, yeah, <laughs> she kills everyone. Yeah. And then kind of does that thing at the end of Memento where it's like, can I make myself forget what I've done? Yeah. And she just sort of goes like, I think that, that one of her personalities is going, you're just going to, nothing ever happened. You're going to forget that it ever even happened. And then she walks out into the living room again and goes, ah, what is this? Yeah. And, and then it, and it, yeah. And does it end there? No, it no. ends with her dating Dennis Miller That's now. right, it ends with her dating with Dennis, Dennis Miller. Miller. <laughs> which it, was funny because you pointed out that as like um, a negative. You're like, yeah, but she still ends up having to go out with Dennis Miller. And I was like, yeah, but then, she, then you pointed out that maybe she'll kill him but later. But she Probably killed her kill last him. two boyfriends. So oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he has not does not have long for this world. Yeah. She makes a little speech where she's like wrapping up her dissertation or whatever it is about multiple personality disorder. And she's talking about the literally unbearable burden of shame underlying the repressed memory of childhood events, which mm-hmm. is what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Literally unbearable. And right. so someone else is created to bear it. And then the last line is Dennis Miller. It's pretty good. The, is Dennis Miller like talking to her in the elevator, and he goes, "So good to have you back to your old self, Sarah." And then the elevator doors close on her face, Couldn't staring ask for directly a better at the ending camera. From Chuck Woolery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> coming back in two and two, babe. Good stuff. <laughs> two not, minutes, two seconds. Not great, but good. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the movie. I think it's it's like one. It, this falls squarely. Minutes. This falls squarely into the like. If Brian De Palma directed this, I would I would oh, probably yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. But like the fact that it is like exists in its current form, it's like I think it's fine. Yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it is very right down the middle, perfectly fine. I don't know. I, I, I movie can get away with a lot if it's eighty-five minutes long. Yeah. I love eighty-five minutes. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't really have any. I think I've got all the yeah. sleazy quotes. It's let's 85 do, minutes long. There's not much. Let's do some. I'm going uh, to go Miller uh, Miller Light. Yeah. He's not an interesting He's got much. that great line, but that's about it. Yeah, he's got it. the one great line. Uh, I'm going to give it two and a half Judds. You know, this it lost me early on. And I knew where it was going anyway. I didn't think that the sex scenes were enough to make it like exceptionally entertaining. Uh, but in, in, in that light, I am going to give it Four Douglases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because there's a lot, not just the sex scenes, but the whole uh, Harry, Harry Dean Stanton's filthy talk. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Miller's Dennis long, Miller's filthy talk. Uh, dad, the whole dad thing. It's yeah. it's a sleazy movie. Uh, that's the main selling point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna give it ten out of ten butt bites. <laughs> butt bites, man. <laughs> just bites into it. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, it is definitely a Miller light. I mean, there's a couple quintessential lines, but very little of him. And the rest of the time, he's just he's not even being that smarmy. He's smarmier yeah. in uh, the net. Um, he's kind of just a regular person in it, which is a weird use of Dennis Miller. Um, not that there's any kind of good use of Dennis Miller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, there's no the only good Dennis Miller is. I'm I I think this is a straight up two and a half Judd movie, but I'm up it to three for eighty five minutes. minutes. Yeah. I love okay. I love 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 an eighty five minute movie. The only thing I love more a seventy five minute movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you didn't do that for the Watcher. Ah, uh, well, that is just a terrible, terrible All movie. Right. That, Watcher ain't got uh, Rebecca De Mornay playing like five characters. Watcher's a zero-star movie that you bump up to half a star for, because for being short. Keanu Reeves listlessly dances to music right. <laughs> to Rage he Against the Machine or whatever. a six-pack in a cemetery. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, it, uh, I do my Miller rating. It, yeah. is, it, is, a, uh, it is a Ford Douglas movie. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's, like the, that's what it's all about, mm-hmm. is to get into those sex scenes. That's, how they, that's the, how they sold it at the time as like an erotic thriller. Yeah. The sex, well, it is, though. Yeah. I mean, it, the it, sex scenes are long. And there's two of them. It's 85 minutes. It's like a good, what, 10% of the movie is sex scenes. Yeah, right? yeah. And she really like licks his lower back. It was pretty gross. It was really unpleasant. <laughs> she sticks her tongue like through the hole in yeah. the cage thing, and it's and then he like sucks on her tongue. It's just, oh, God, jeez, it's elaborate. Um, it's horny, you guys. It's horny. That is oh, real it's horny. Else. I'm gonna give it uh, ten trust falls. <laughs> uh, I'm going Miller genuine draft. I thought I thought he was just as I think he was. Uh, he's not in this as much as in the net, but I actually thought his like. Uh, all of his dialogue, his dialogue is all very gross. Every, pretty much every scene, he has some sort of gross thing because the way the plot works, it's so like you're supposed to think he's like maybe the guy. Yeah. So, right. uh, and also, and also, I'm I'm giving it, but just because just because watching him get beaten with a plane, <laughs> like you don't you don't right. get to see no, that in the, you don't get to see wow. that in the other two. Uh, Going down, uh, and I'm giving it uh, down. I'm, I'm I go three by. three Juds. <laughs> I think it's three. I, I thought it was solid. All the reasons I pointed out at the beginning, I just I liked it. Yeah. I, I went into it going, like I do most of these movies, going like, all right. And then, you know, when I come out going like, woo, <laughs> I'm always like, yeah, three. Come on, three. But yeah. not four or five. Uh, four, four, four Douglases, solid four Douglases. Um, it's just, it's horny. Mm-hmm. And uh, 10 out of 10 punched TVs. Mm. Yeah. Fucking A. Okay. Oh. Last but not least, let's wrap this baby up yeah. with a little movie that maybe that is most famous for a thing that isn't that in doesn't the happen movie. in the movie. Murder at sixteen hundred. <laughs> Famously in the trailer, he lands in a helicopter on the White House lawn. Wesley Snipes and gets out on the phone. He's like, "I've got a murder at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue, an address that changes all the rules." Seventy-five, Roger. You're also holding another code to call McKinley. It wouldn't be the first time. There was violence in this town. Roger, 
It wouldn't be the first time a brutal murder was covered up. Okay, I'm coming down, but be advised, I'm coming from our northwest. And it wouldn't be the first time a prominent family was involved. But it would be the first time it happened here. We got a murder at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. An address that changes all the rules. Does not happen in the movie. Never happens. No. No, there's no line like that. And there's there's also, no, it's not a movie that's there's pitched no, at that There's level. also no reason... I mean, that scene shouldn't be in the movie. Oh, I don't because, agree. No, but I mean, oh, I, I mean, there's. That scene. I mean, yeah. I mean, it should. I'm saying not that it shouldn't because like it's not exciting. But like the way his characters are like a, right. The whole point of his character is that he's like a street cop who's yeah. having to do this thing, and he's constantly being. Uh, pressured by the fbi and stuff right. so so like for him to fly in in a helicopter and then say a cool line would be like because he's the whole idea of his character is that he's right not doesn't make not, any sense that is not his character well, it doesn't I mean, make any I, sense for the movie i don't it even should know be if he would be investigating a crime that took place at the white house they have capitol police for that stuff yeah they have a whole thing about how like sh- you know even though this is the white house it's still the city of dc yeah, and we're no. bringing in regular cops and I'm like, i don't, I don't think there's any way in so. hell that would happen well, i don't think so well but like isn't isn't that part of the whole boring conspiracy i mean yes that's part of the plot like but alan it, all those cold conspiracy hinges on getting an outside investigation right. to f- uh, make it look like the president had somehow complicit in I this feel, murder. I feel I feel like something. there's a way to do that without actually staging the murder in the White House. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I I think this movie. Yeah, this was this was one of those movies that uh, I watch. I watch now, and like I go like I wish right because you any movies about the president up to a point. We're like it's always an old white guy or whatever, right. and you just go, yeah, that's what the pre- that's what the president is. And then like Morgan Freeman was a black president, um, but he was still old. He was still right. like it was always like I'm still sort of like halfway between being your dad and your grandpa. Right. And then like Obama was actually president, and you're kind of like, well, that should change. That changes the game of what presidents look like. But now Trump's president, and I'm like. And whenever there's these, there's like this elaborate plot in this movie that's it's like very too, confusing. it's very confusing and boring, but it's to like to like frame this guy so they can invade North Korea, but the president doesn't want to, but then it's all about maybe leaving troops behind and how that's bad or whatever, and it's this vast conspiracy. And now these guys are just, these guys in real life are just, so you watch it's, this and go, like, yeah. you wouldn't, why would you, now people, now the president's just lying yeah, every day. Nobody people cares. caring about stuff. In the in the in the Oval Office is like unrealistic. It seems now. novel. Where yeah. they're like, we right? need to do something for the national good, and you're like, that's not a yeah, thing. Yeah, the, the, the whole it's just so it's so weird to watch this, movies like is this. Is that the president's son boned this lady? Yeah, and then somebody else killed her right. in an attempt to frame the son for the murder, so that <laughs> the president would attempt to cover up the crime and. And then get caught in the cover-up and then have to resign <laughs> yep. so, so that the National Security Advisor, <laughs> Alan, Alan, Alan Alda. Alda. Actually, Alda. I do love Alda in this. The best Alan part, the best part of the whole movie is his conclusion as a So character. that he can promote the vice president into the office who will comply with Alan Alda's desires to launch an attack on North, North Korea. Korea. Yeah. Uh, Got it. And Got it, everybody. It's it's an it's in a long line of movies where there's a conspiracy against a president by beca- a member of by, the cabinet. By a member of the cabinet, but it's it's always by some total hawk. 
It's mm-hmm. always like the president is a fucking weak sister, <laughs> and I am gonna stage this insane <laughs> conspiracy so that I can delegitimize his, his administration, and then I will get to launch the nukes. Baby. And it's the president's best friend. It's always the same but shit. It, this is the plot of Triple X State of the Union. And it's also the plot of like one of the Olympus, the whole Olympus has fallen thing. Uh-huh. Is, that's the but whole the fact plan that they're in that. still making movies. The White like, House no, down. It's White, it's White House, House down, down. and it's Jimmy Woods in that one too, that's which right. makes total yeah. fucking Ed sense. Playing himself. Playing himself. Yeah. Anyway, the fact that they're still making movies that have like this sort of like guy within the thing planning this conspiracy to betray the uh, the office of the president right. just seems so alien to yeah, me. Yeah, it seems, now. seems like, totally novel. It just seems like. Like I mean, and I know you're not. It's it's a fa- it's a different world. It's a, but you're also like because up to a point, the president was like, yeah, that would be bad. The right. thing, the thing that the president, and now even when like fucking Bush was president, you know, it was still felt like <laughs> whatever. It didn't. And now you just go like, but now you just have cartoon villains in there, yeah. and like who gives a shit? The president would be central to any bad thing happening anyway. Exactly. Also, and you and fucking he would ad- know, and it. he would ad- no, you would know it because he would say admit it. it. He'd yeah. say it. And on, he'd tweet he'd say it, it on out. national TV. Yeah. And in this particular case, also the <laughs> yeah, point, right, the point is that uh, the point is that the right wingers are mad that the liberals are too soft on North Korea, whereas in the, in, in real life... Yeah, he's the selling fuck, them a fucking hotel. He's, yeah, they're just like, they're best friends. I'm selling the North Koreans a hotel, they're going to pay me money, and then maybe they'll let out some of the prisoners, I don't know. I don't care either way. Uh, I'm wildly corrupt, I'm saying this on national television, yeah. and everyone goes, eh, what, what can we do? We can't do well, anything about it. I mean, it. this address changes all the rules. It changes all <laughs> the fucking rules. But Kevin, you were saying about how like the actors change with the, whoever's in the office. Yeah, this yeah, means yeah. that... The, the, Maybe the upside of the Trump presidency is we get Pruitt Taylor Vince playing the president <laughs> at some point. It could happen. I know. Doing his weird waggly, eyeball shtick. Waggly eyeballed Pruitt Taylor Vince. Maybe he'll wear like, his glasses. I want everyone in America to suck my dick. <laughs> and you go like, yep, Jesus I could see that. Yeah. God, that God, is fucking, not unrealistic. Fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman would have killed it. Oh, my oh God. Man. Can you imagine Oliver that? Stone. Yeah. Feisty right? Ho as Trump. Yeah. Oh, He's you doing a press me? conference and someone's blowing him and you're like, not that unrealistic. Fuck, that would he would have killed it so hard. Hilarious. R.I.P. Great. Yeah. God damn it. God yeah, it's damn all it. over. Anyway, let's talk about this movie, I guess. Let's briefly talk uh, about it. Well, Matt laid out the, 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 conspiracy, <laughs> the conspiracy, so that's what's happening. That's what happens in the movie. But this is a Wesley Snipes and Diane Lane movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's cool. Diane Lane is MVP, the... MVP, Diane Lane. MVP, podcast MVP, Diane Lane. Love, she's love, in, love, love Diane Lane. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and she's, she's the she, head FBI liaison. Secret Service. Secret Service who, who he, liaison. And he, there's a lot of Wesley Snipes uh, going like, like rolling his eyes and going like, oh, they who gave me a girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Throughout, <laughs> throughout the movie. And also he seems like he's trying to bone her too. <laughs> yeah, he wants it both ways. They don't yeah. lean in it too. And she's you know, a sharpshooter. It, yeah. it is a fun Wesley Snipes performance because yeah. after this, like, Blade... Blade's a cool performance, but like Blade yeah. is like Wesley Snipes not do. But before this, Snipes was like known for comedy and stuff. Yeah, and this, yeah. mm-hmm. this still retains that, but is also like him being. This like is still pre-Blade. Real good and hard. You know, he's like a hard ass, good, good at his job. Like he, just, he diffuses a, a guy who's gonna kill himself. Yeah. or something the opening by like scene. punching him. <laughs> it's kind of in its weird way. It's kind of derivative of another web. Wesley Snipes cop cop movie called Rising Sun, which is based on the Michael right. Crichton. Oh, I can't wait to do that. Oh yeah, Philip Kaufman who did Twisted. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, we'll get there. Wow. We'll, Kaufman, we'll get there, yeah. uh, but uh, it's, but it's the same kind of thing where he's like this sort of sort of like 
colorful, like loud mouth cop, you know, like streetwise dude who gets called into the situation with all these stuffed shirts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really just so boring. But he's also in there as like sort of a patsy. Yeah. Because he, the whole point is like the, if he can solve this crime and right. like point it towards the president, then all the whole, all the dominoes all fall over or whatever. Yeah. I think. Yeah. As Everything, far as I was able to follow this it's without. This is the kind of movie where like the, where like, this is like maybe midway or even more on and where Snipes and Lane feel like they're getting to the bottom of the thing yeah. and it cuts to a truck listening and, and the guys listening in go, they're right where we want them to be. Yeah. Right. They're all doing exactly what we yeah. knew that they were going to do. You're like, oh no. <laughs> Who's we the, thought uh, that they were doing good, but they're doing bad. What's the actor? I forgot his name. That's the bald dude. Uh, that's uh, from Murder Daniel Benzali from Murder One. And he Murder has One. he has a great line that's in the trailer Spiker. that is also not in the Spikings. movie. Uh, and in the there's a shot in the trailer where he's talking to Wesley Snipes and he goes, "You were born to become a chalk outline." Yeah, not in the movie. Be, there'd be there's no line as good as either one of those. He lines he, in the he makes because he, he's in there and he's like he's also <coughs> he's also in on the conspiracy or whatever. He has video of it, right? And then Wesley Snipes is confronting him at his house and he makes the uh, the big mistake of people in these types of movies do by standing in front of a window, standing in front of an open window, because yeah, then he gets a, shot yeah. by a sniper. You know something? <laughs> while, while we're on the subject of Daniel Benzali, uh, first of all, he's he I, I kind of didn't like his performance in this. I think he's like really too self-aware as a gravelly gravitas guy he's like walks into the room he's trying to do like i don't know telly savalos that's what he sounds like and he's like i'm gonna did you you watch that show murder one one? it was like i do remember it it was kind of like the wire before the wire did that like the thing where it was like the one case it It was was one case it was novel where it was like they're gonna just do one case but they're supposed to solve that case per episode how can they possibly it was good but I found his uh, bi- the, I found his biography wire, on yeah. this is his biography on IMDb and it's very clearly one of those things that was probably written by the guy. So listen <laughs> to this and you know what biographies on IMDb sound like they're usually fairly even keeled. This is Daniel Benzali, the bald whispery guys. Uh, Spikings. Daniel Benzali is an internationally renowned actor who has astonished and delighted audiences worldwide for over 30 years with his powerful performances in a wide range of film, television, and theater roles. Mr. Benzali received a Golden Globe Award nomination for his magnificent performance as superstar attorney Ted Hoffman (laughs) in the groundbreaking, highly acclaimed television series. And it goes on like that. There's more to this story. Oh my God. So Murder One ran two seasons. Daniel Benzali did not appear in season two, even though it takes place at the same law firm and has many, many of the other same supporting cast because it's all the same characters. Mm-hmm. But Daniel Benzali was replaced by Anthony LaPaglia. Wow, okay. Because Lateral move. Yeah. Because Stephen Bochco, the creator of the show, fired Daniel Benzali because he took hour-long shits every morning and was late for work. I am not making this up. You can... <laughs> You can Google this. <laughs> Is that in his Wikipedia? Jesus. <laughs> the shits that Mr. Benzali took were so magnificent, so long, and so coiled his that they often broke the water. Actually, does it say that his, because his shits won Emmys too, I believe. His shit won, an, won a oh Golden my God. Globe Award. This his, is, uh, this is Daniel Benzali's shits are EGOT. For firmness <laughs> and consistency. I mean, do you want it? There's more. I mean, <laughs> it, this was in revealed in Stephen Bodgko's autobiography, which, by the way, is called "Truth Is a Total Defense." Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, and let's just let's just tell the story here. Uh, <laughs> when he arrived, I would say to him, "Daniel, you're an hour late for work every day. What? It's hurting us. What can I do to help you with the problem?" Daniel it's said to me, us. "It's hurting us." Daniel said to me, "I don't know what to tell you. I live in Malibu. I get up, I have my coffee, and then I have to wait until I have my morning dump." <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> 
I suggested the following, says Bochco. Ha- get up, have your coffee, and come to work, then have your morning dump. Daniel said that he couldn't, that once he'd had his coffee, the drive was too long for him to hold his dump in. He said, despite efforts to come to a compromise, Benzali said, I can only go to the bathroom in my own toilet at home. So there you go. Bochco, so- it says Bochco also, oh my God. It says Bochco also <laughs> offered to rent him an apartment across the street from the lot so he could wake up there and shit, but Benzali said no. no. Malibu is my sanctuary. <laughs> that is so much more interesting as than we this have, movie is. I as feel like I don't even want to talk out. about this movie anymore. Dennis Miller's uh, in it. Dad Lades uh, movie's over as, hour long shits. As uh, we have already pointed out. This address changes all the rules. And if you don't know, and if you don't know what this, if you don't recognize this actor by his name, let me you just will say see him. that if you imagine the person yeah. who who's if you taking gave Kelly Savalas in Kojak like really like dumps. outlandish cortisone injections, he would yes. look like Daniel Benzali. He yeah, looks motherfucker like, looks just like listen, the, the thing. thing. Yeah, that popped into my head as soon as he appeared. <laughs> he he looks like the kind of guy whose li- giant shits would ruin his career. Yeah. <laughs> Because he has to have them and cannot compromise on okay, them. Okay, we ha- we do have to talk about this movie a little uh, bit, though. We already gave up the conspiracy. I, you know what? I didn't even remember this until you mentioned Benzali and on the murder one, and I was like, that's oh, right, no, no, there's I'm not a story saying, about I'm just this. saying, we, I want no, to I'm talk glad, about the I'm movies. glad I remember. I don't that actually to get remember much of this movie. Snipes is fairly charming in it, but also, like, it's you know, it's one of those where it's like, like you said, the bad guys know the main characters. So you're watching these main characters do things, and then the bad guys are like, we got them where we want them. All the stuff they did in the first hour is what we wanted. So you're like, oh, okay, so they're not solving any crime. No. Diane Lane does introduce really that, she is a, at the end, that she's but... an Olympic gold medalist uh, sharpshooter. Sharp and then I don't think that she like misses when she shoots at a guy. Just well, so there's, there's, snipes... there's also a part where she like he's like, hit the hit the gas tank, and she's like a dead eye with that thing. Yeah, yeah but, but there's, down a helicopter. the first time that she shoots the gun is at like a uh, is that like a dude and she misses and it seems like it's just yeah. so Wesley Snaps can go like some sharpshooter you are. So he no, can my like- favorite my favorite part of the whole movie <laughs> is this when they first they're first in the car together they're yeah. first partnered up and he's like skeptical of her. Uh, for whatever reason, yeah. I guess because she's a woman and this and that. It's literally because she's a woman. <laughs> and then he goes like, "You, you ever use a gun or whatever?" And yeah. She's like, "I was, a, I was in the Olympics. I was a sharpshooter." And he's like, "He's like, yeah, okay." <laughs> and then she goes, "I took home the gold." And he goes, "All right." All right. And you're like, "That is impressive. She won a gold she's- medal. What do you mean? Yeah, all right." But he's then like, later, and then later when they're her- in that big chase. He's like, all right, shoot the gas tank. And she totally nails it from like yeah. hundreds of yards away. And then she shoots down a fucking helicopter. Shoots, shoots the helicopter's light or whatever. It's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. But like, I just like the idea of someone telling someone that you have a gold medal in something and going, like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, great, whatever. Yeah, sure. Like, dude, that's some surprising information. Uh, then he, he's, he's got his house is going to, he's getting evicted at some point because this uh, government agency needs to tear down his building. That's right. That's the whole line. subplot it's is that he's subplot. getting evicted out of his, his family it's, home it's or something. That's how like the movie a, ends on a joke. It's a joke. Because he's talking to the president, he's like, "Oh, you know this person, huh? Well, let me tell you." And he's like, "And the next, we're gonna have dinner together or something." Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, more interesting than that, though, is that Wesley Snipes builds gigantic obsessive models of like Civil War yeah. battles <laughs> and like Washington D.C. in the 1860s or something Very like odd. that. And uh, and and Diane Lane comes into his place and sees this and is kind of like not as horrified as she should be. I mean, I don't know how I would react if someone had. I mean, we're talking about. 
These, it looks like the end like... of the Living Daylights, where Joe Don Baker is like international arms dealer, and he has yeah. these giant military simulations made out of little dudes. They're huge. He's yeah. like, he also, but I mean, Wesley Snipes does comment on it. Yeah. He's like, because he's gonna get evicted, and he's like, man, how am I gonna move all this shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he actually kind of like talks through it, like I'm gonna have to break it into pieces. Yeah. And then uh, this and that, and then at one point he also says, because she's kind of marveling it, because it's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, she marvels about it, and then he goes, well, what can I say? It's cheaper than a psychiatrist. And you're like, like it is. Not. It is. Yeah. I doubt it is. I can't believe they, it. Sliding it's, scale. It's exactly the kind of dumb shit that you see in movies like this where, like, you can tell the actor was, like, you know, getting rewrites done. He's like, all right, I want a little bit of business for my character. You yeah. know, I want, like, some color. I want a little extra for this guy. You know, what makes him tick? And it's like, I know. It's a lot of color. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the kind of shit that you always see in movies like this. Yeah, he does a thing. Yeah. He does weird a weird thing. Usually it ties into the movie somehow. No. It kind of it does in this case because he he, they he, do. he makes several references where they're like, are you saying there's tunnels underneath the warehouse? Right, and he's that's like, true. Well, yeah, I've you're built right. this city. You're right. I have yeah. built... He actually said... But... When he says that, I forgot about the model part because he goes, I built this city. And you're like, what are, what you, are ta- you talking oh, about? Oh, right, right. the models. But what also, a like, weird thing to say. Otherwise. It's also the type of thing that's like... You could figure out. I mean, they they could have. There could be a million different reasons. Whether you know that there's tunnels under here, he's like, yes, I read a book once. I saw the movie National Treasure Two, Book of Secrets, (laughs) yeah, or whatever. But uh, (laughs) a whole plot happens. By the way, we're talking around Dennis Miller, and you know, Dennis Miller is barely Snipes' partner. He's barely in it. Barely in the movie. He's in an opening scene. He's like, you punched that guy out. Wow. Which, by the way, is uh, Charles Rocket. Charles fucking Rocket and Dennis Miller. Yep. Two of the greatest and most well... Most Charles Rocket. Uh, f- comedians who have aged the best. Threatening suicide in a public street. Yeah. Sad to say, Charles Rocket actually did commit suicide. That's right. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't remember if he shot himself, but he did. Well, he doesn't in this, but he is threatening to do it. God damn, that's uh, freaky. Well... Um. Yeah, he's screaming. He's like crazy. He's screaming stuff like "Get, get back to your desk, Rebecca. I was a good boy." And was it? But there's a there's <laughs> that a boy's Beverly Sills. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Miller like shows up, and this is where you kind of get like that ride Dennis Miller wit, where he goes, "Man, you punched t- him. Tell Carl to shoot him. He's fucking up traffic." <laughs> <laughs> Great. And he, then, they're few and far between in this, though. His character is pretty perfunctory. He has that one at the beginning and then one, a very good one at the end. What's the one at the end? Uh, just do it. This is at the end. Yeah, why not? I mean, uh, let me see. If I don't I can, remember I what it is. See. But it is, the, it is that part where um, uh, they're trying to get into those tunnels that we were talking about, yeah. and Dennis Miller is wearing a tracksuit for some reason, and well, he's, he was, and he's he creating was at a home, diversion. He was at home, and he like they're off duty because those guys are fugitives at this point. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Diane Lane and Wesley Snipes, and they they're like breaking into the. Fairly and so he basically convinces. Yeah. He calls his partners like, "We need a third guy for some reason." Yeah, <laughs> we need a third and so guy. They bring him in. So he's he's in his uh, his like you know. Uh, off-duty clothes. Right. That's PJs. why he's wearing a tracksuit. His tracksuit. He's not a. He's not a cop. Right he's Eastern European. I'm not a cop costume. right now, babe. Right I'm, now, I'm not a cop. Babe. I was at home eating my hot pockets, and this guy calls. So me he's got to go create a diversion so they they can get into the tunnels. Oh, so buco flavored hot pockets at home. <laughs> I can go for some fucking hot pockets right now. Yeah. Go for some and, buco. and this is this is what he says. So he walks up. He's like casually walks up to these cops, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey! Didn't that old?" He's like, "I'm taking the tour of the city right now, babe." And didn't that old senator lay the wood to that stripper here a couple years ago? <laughs> didn't see it on my guide map, babe. <laughs> and then at a certain point, the cops kind of go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, all right, get out of here." Trying to figure out why that senator fucked that horse with uh, my my white whale here, quick, quick. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he does get shot in this movie, but not killed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to find out where that stripper sucks that senator's dick is my white whale. Quick, quick. 
Oh, oh boy, that's fun stuff. You know, the first time I, I I ever learned anything about Moby Dick was was because Dennis Miller referenced Queequeg yeah. in one of his stand-up jokes. That sounds about right. And I was like, what's that mean? Nathaniel <laughs> fucking Hawthorne or whoever. Call me uh, call me Ishmael or whatever Urban you want. Melville maybe. I don't remember. Um, it's just my opinion, but <laughs> Jesus. So they, they so they solved the crime, right? Yeah. And it's exposed. No wait. Oh yeah. And, and Dennis Miller gets shot in the tunnels, but he doesn't die. He doesn't There's some funny stuff happens with Diane Lane's character where she gets moved. Her, her character arc gets hustled along in a fairly yeah. unrealistic way because she's like, "I'm a Secret Service person. I know what my job is. Secret, we all know what Secret Service people do." And then Wesley Snipes kind of goes like, "You used to be cool. What are you just gonna stand? What are you just gonna like s- support the people and do what they say?" And and that's really what her job is. Yeah. And she's like, "Maybe he's right." And she goes and starts doing her own research. And it's like, and Daniel- "This isn't honestly your job." Diane Lane. Yeah. Benzali is gets like, in trouble uh, immediately and has to like run away from her job. She, they, no, like she, like he, like he, kind of like uh, he's like being real creepy to her in a meeting in the closed doors, and uh, he's like, oh, "Do you like to take hour long shit? Would you like to hear about my dumb like about my morning, my uh, majestic and she, Malibu and then she, like, she like <laughs> le- he's kind of vaguely threatening, and then she leaves, and he's immediately calling her, just like, go, "Go kill her!" And you're like, yeah. "Oh, so she's like, um, but it was, it felt like it happened out of nowhere." Yeah. Um, and so she's got this like tape or something like that. She gives it Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Then there's another foot chase. There's a lot of foot chases. Yeah. Everyone's on the run all the time. There's yeah. a pretty good stunt where they drive a car off a hill and it they drive over. a car off of a seesaw. Yeah, oh, a, yeah. it goes. It flips over from a seesaw and then slides down the hill. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, the, you know, this stuff's not not terribly done. It's well enough. The guy who directed movie. this has mostly done a lot of television, a bunch of other stuff that's not very good. He did do the the Brandon Lee movie Rapid Fire, I which I am movie. a big fan. That movie's got great action in it. I know, I know. Dwight Shit. Little. I haven't seen it. Right. It's good. Oh, it's good. Powers Booth. That's oh, where he I'll kicks that it. guy through the uh-huh. the staircase uh, handles. I don't know hmm. what the fucking word for stuff is. Staircase, staircase handles. handles. <laughs> you mean a banister? A banister. <laughs> <laughs> staircase <The> car hole. <laughs> kicks him through his car hole. <laughs> Mr. Frenchman. Uh, staircase handles. Staircase handles. <laughs> oh, what do you call him? <laughs> <laughs> is there some other actual word for him? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. with you. Go uh, back banister. to Malibu with your dollar. You're, you're fucking one hour shits here. A chalk outline. Bannister, what are you, the fucking king of England or some shit? <laughs> oh, fuck out I'm here. the Bannister of England. Google, Google, Anyways, uh, this is falling apart. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, welcome to season two. Yeah, guys, <laughs> we're a little punchy. <laughs> but you get the idea. None of us have even been drinking. No, maybe that's the problem. Uh, we should have been. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you get the idea. There, it's just like well, we already find, gave, we already finding, gave away the yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, finding clues, blah blah blah. But they get to the point where the kind of the climactic thrust of it is that I they, talk they need about, to break into the White oh, House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and that's what the, the tunnel tunnels, thing's yeah. all about. And then at a certain point, uh, Dennis Miller gets shot, which yeah. is great. And then Diane Lane kind of gets taken out of the game too. And so yeah. it's Wesley Snipes, and he's doing some diehard shit. He's skulking around in the crawl spaces and stuff yeah. like that. It's pretty weird. There's lasers involved. I love how point. easily he circumvents White House fucking security. Like a it is not a problem. Huge crawl spaces. Yeah, I mean, you like just walk through. Literally them. anybody could just get in there. Yeah. yeah, he's basically like standing on these pipes, and you can see the people running under him that I apparently don't know about all these right. easy places to get they into. They got they got no security apparatus there in the White House. I guess not. That's how you. Can get in and murder somebody and frame the president's kid for it. Yeah, we trigger this laser thing. There's going to be guys here, guys here in ten seconds, but you know, just go up there. Don't they do a thing where like they do the they they like you know sh- hit the laser thing and just like run real fast and before it turns back on? Yeah, <laughs> it's so amazing. Pretty much. And then uh, and then so he gets he gets into the 
from the White House, and this they never. It's fun because they don't show where he gets this janitor's costume. <laughs> he just has a janitor's costume on. And you're like, I guess he found a janitor. Also, this is where like the White House is like on lockdown. There's dudes with machine guns everywhere. There's yeah. alarms going off, and they're all just like walking past the da- this janitor with his like you know like he's got his ball cap on, whistling, looking real low, and it's just like, why is this janitor even allowed to be working while this is happening? Like, yep. get this guy out of here. He has a Captain America punch out fight scene in the elevator when yep. these two Secret Service guys realize who he is. It's kind of cool. Right. Uh, beats the shit out of him. It's Wesley Snipes. He's, yeah. he's kicking ass. Always been on yeah. black. Always been on black. In one of Trump's many fine casinos. And then uh, and I, and I kind of like this scene. It's very it's very implausible. And uh, at, at the end where he he's like, he's still in his janitor thing and everyone realizes exactly who he is. And then they're like tackling him. And then the president with his, who's being like whisked away, who, yeah. who by the way is on his way to like make his speech Ronnie to Cox. America. He's supposed to, Ronnie he's Ronnie supposed to resign. They're on the clock. He's yeah. on like, his way to the TV he's, to he's go to like, resign. I resign. He's going to say he resigned. He's signed this paper out. All this talk him into it. Aldo's got all the generals in another. He's like, as soon as he resigns, we're invading North Korea. Yeah. Yes. And then, <laughs> Does anybody can can you do an Alda? Because I mean, I didn't okay Alda just there. I don't know Peter Seraphin. I don't know any lines, but Hill, uh, Hater, Bill Haters is really fucking good too. Yeah, the, uh, he has. Oh, this is we some of the stuff that I'm not going to be able to do a, a, an Alan Alda line. But there's a showdown between Ronnie Cox and Alan Alda where he's Alan Alda. Ronnie Cox sh- is the president. Ron, yeah. Ronnie Cox and Alan Alda's kind of showing his cards. He's like, "You have failed, Mr. President." You should have brought those boys home. Any president who serves failed, up his country as appetizers for the enemy isn't fit for this office. You forgot the like one screaming. rule. You forgot the one rule. You never leave a man behind. Yeah. Any just like any president who serves up his country as appetizers for the enemy isn't fit for this office. That I mean, is that's a, a good point. Fairly relevant that a thing that people would have agreed with a while ago. A that cogent I argument. Don't believe people agree with now. Nope. It doesn't seem to be a problem. No. We're cool with it. Yeah, at the very least, you know, the we're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> uh, so, they're, awesome. so they're whisking him away. Uh, all the major players are in this one hallway. Yes. And Wesley Snipes and Diane Lane are like, he did it. It's the bad guy. Yeah. Aldo's the bad they guy. Bring Di- they, they captured Diane Lane on the front lawn, and uh-huh. then they bring her back to this area. Yeah, get her. Why is she there? Well, I guess they're taking Just her to the brig movie. or something. Well, we know. need to have the Scooby-Doo scene. Yes. So. Uh, and so, 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 they, so everyone's there. Ronnie Cox is there. And during this time, Wesley uh, Alan Alda's going like, blow that guy away. And uh, Wesley Snipes is like, you have the right to remain silent. He's like reading Alan yeah. Alda his rights yeah. like while people are like thro- like hurling him to the ground. Yeah. He's like, you have a right to attorney. If you can't afford one, you prick. <laughs> one will be appointed by the court. Uh, and then, uh, and then he's like, lay, lays out what's happening to Mr. President. Right. Who, Ronnie Cox is an awesome he, president in he, this. He's and he a goes, good man. And he goes, Ronnie Cox goes, arrest him, arrest him. And then you think he's talking about Wesley Snipes, yeah. but he's like, yeah. no, not him. Him and points at Alda. <laughs> not as good as the scene in RoboCop where he's like, no, 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 you know. it's not good. But it, well, it's not as good because Ronnie Cox isn't playing the bad guy. Sure, but I mean, it's just not as dramatic as Dick Fire. Fire. Oh, fire. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nothing's that good. There's nothing almost no th- endings that are as good as the end of Walk of, walk of Life starts playing when he. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a part where Alan Alda gets to kind of have his last like vicious line where like he's being confronted. Ronnie Cox is like, "How could you do this shit? It's fucked up." Uh, and this is another t- point when they refer to the lady who was killed, who's 24 or 25, and they refer to her as a child twice. This yeah. she was a child, and then he goes, uh, "I think Alan Alda, <clears throat> I think Teddy Roosevelt said it best. <laughs> if I have to choose between righteousness and peace." I choose righteousness. Very weird. Then he grabs a gun from a Secret Service agent while yeah. they're taking him away, and he and he's gonna shoot the president. But Diane Lane's who's got who's got her hands 
cuffed behind her back because yeah. she's under arrest. Mm-hmm. Superstar secret agent. Or, uh, Sharpshooter. Jumps in front of the president, takes the bullet, yep. like, which is her job. She does her. She actually does she do, her, to do job. her job properly. Bullet Cause, catcher. Because earlier you're saying she's like uh, her job is, and she's like uh, kind of betraying that. But then she's actually is. You know, it's she fulfills his what he says. She chooses right. She's gonna do her job. Her job is to fucking not let the president die. Yeah. And then, and how often do you get to say this? Alan Alda <laughs> dies in a hail of bullets. He gets <laughs> he, he gets, gets mowed down away. with machine guns. It's very messy. Yeah. There's like a bunch of squibs in there. Yeah. It's Alan Alda for real. It was with squibs a popping. Kind of unexpected. I was yeah. kind of, I was like I knew, uh, you know you figure out he's the bad guy you know and then you're like. Well, he's not going to get blown away. Yeah, he gets it's blown a very, away. It's a very weird cho- choice to have this like career bureaucrat who's just bu- busted like reach for a cop's gun and then I guess he's just yeah, going to kill everyone. These, usually, these guys in these movies, the cabinet guy who's a be- yeah, yeah. you know doing the whole yeah. conspiracy thing, he gets arrested. There's a scene where the real president shows up and it's like, "You are going to yeah, jail." The yeah. ultimate yeah. Shame. The end. No, uh-uh, not in this one. They I loved blow it. Blow them away. I loved it's like, it. Yeah, it cool. cause, cause you're a rich, powerful guy. You're probably going to get away with it. There's also normally, like, that's the bad guy, but then there's the secondary bad guy who's the one who gets blown away. Right, right. right. So He's there's like, the like terrorist there's like, guy. Uh, yeah. You know, like, what's it, Mr. Jacob or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Mr. Joshua. Mr. Joshua, Mr. Joshua. sorry. There's the, he's the guy who gets he's the guy who gets blown away. Yeah. But you don't, normally, it's not the bureaucrat, but Ellen Ola gets fucking blown away in yeah. this. And it's yeah. satisfying. I choose righteousness. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, uh, and that's it. And then the president goes like, "Thank you for saving my life, Diane Lane." And you, Wesley Snipes, you're is a there great anything guy. I can do is for you? Well, can you can stop my house from getting uh, getting evicted out of my house. And then the do 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 do. Yeah, it ends on a joke. It cuts to credits when he's like, "Hey, let's get dinner together. I got some things I want to tell you about." The rules have been changed, but they've been changed back. They've been changed thoroughly back. Status quo is returned. Yeah, that's it. Moiter at sixteen. Moiter at sixteen hundred. We did it. Yeah. So uh, I don't. There's not not ratings. a whole lot of great. I already read the only two yeah. good ones. Yeah, so. I'm gonna give it a Miller a Miller uh, a Miller Light again. Mm. Didn't have any Miller 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 High Life in this episode, in my opinion. Except no. for my my jokes were good. Disclosure is Miller High Life. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Miller High Life. We, yeah. I just we just wanted to, I wanted to have the rating. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. The it was scale a good idea. so that we know that like you yeah. Miller never is, Mil- Miller never rises to the to the heights of Matt Lynch in this episode. Did any true. of these in any of these? Uh, I'm gonna give it <laughs> two and a half Juds. Yeah. I'm gonna give it Fair. no one Douglas maybe for the murder sex scene there's a little bit the of there's like a, there's the like beginning. a sex scene but at it's the beginning, it that's but it yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll give it one Douglas for that uh, and I'm gonna give it ten out of ten podcast MVP Diane Lanes yeah, yeah fucking nice. love Diane to see Lane. Diane Lane she'll be back yeah <laughs> Diane she's definitely coming back yeah never get tired of Diane Lane she's no. really good and she's in a lot of trash I do I do love Diane Lane she's just an actress that I I feel like she's like the type of she's as much as like she's as good as like as like a f- sort of someone who p- became fam- fam- more famous quicker, like Bullock, yeah. is like miscast and stuff. Like Diane Lane would do something with like yeah. the net. I mean, she did. She did uh, what the what the one we did with where she's the cop who's like oh yeah untraceable, untraceable. Like and you're you're like Diane Lane always feels one like of the She's doing something as opposed to being like I uh, this character's nothing and that's yeah. what I'll do. <laughs> so yeah. that's my job is to show up and do the script, which is the <laughs> bare minimum. Diane Lane would never just sort of give up like Sandra Bullock yeah. does. <laughs> right, not even in Under the Tuscan Sun. No, for all I know, right? she's good in that. Yeah, I've never seen it. I don't know. I, <laughs> should, I feel like I should watch it. Now. I guarantee I will like Diane Lane in that movie yeah. because I. I love Diane Lane and everything. Right. I think it's really cool that <laughs> Diane Lane got to have sort of a renaissance where she was like a big movie. Because she was uh, in, in the industry yeah. for 20 years or whatever before yeah. that happened. Well, Unfaithful. And then, 
And then Unfaithful came along, which was great. Yeah. And then she made a bunch of movies that I would never go see, but she was collecting the big paydays and was a big star. Yeah. And you must love dogs. You're under the Tuscan sun. She had that She had that moment, and yeah. she totally deserved it. Absolutely. Uh, so that's super cool. God bless Diane Lane. Do you got anything? Are you, are you no, I'm three? done. That's it. All right. I do want to say more. It's no. definitely Miller Lite. There's a couple funny lines in it, but it's, it's no more Millery than the last one. Um, so no no high lives in this one, unfortunately. Maybe in the future. <laughs> fine. We might have done all of them. Uh, I wish Dennis Miller had been in Sphere. We'll have to do Bordello of Blood. Uh, I can't believe he isn't. Got a goddamn squid coming well, there's back. I told the story, but there's a whole story about it. Oh, yeah, it's good. Well, Bordello of Blood. We'll figure out a way to. We'll figure out a way to bring Bordello Watch of Blood. Watch that documentary, man. To our uh, our listeners. Everybody. I've never, Miller I've never watched bus. it. I've never watched it, but I, I but I do like Demon Knights. So anyway, yeah. we'll get. But uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two and a half Juds. It's not mm. good. It's not bad. It's right down the middle. It it wasn't painful to get through, but there's also just kind of nothing. Nothing really happened. Uh, the, the ending, the climax is pretty cool. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Ellen Helda dying to hail bullets. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, 10 out of 10 Gold Star Malibu shits, maybe? <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Highlight. Uh, I'm going to give it I'm gonna give it one and a half Douglas's. It's, it's a sex scene. There's a full-on, like, guy, naked guy thrusting boobs sex scene. It lasts about 20 seconds, and that is the only trace. But it's fairly graphic when it happens, so whatever. One and a half. And then I'm going to give it uh, 15 squibs in Alan Alda's shirt. <laughs> mm, like, they really mow him down. Beautiful. They blast him. Um, yeah, to, what <clears throat> was it? Uh, Miller. I'm going, I'm actually going to go, I mean, this isn't on the scale, but I'm, I'm going Miller, Miller Ultra Light. Oh, oh, wow. Because I feel, I was disappointed. Uh, he's he's barely in it He's enough. barely in the movie, and he doesn't, like, except for, like, the thing, the one thing you were talking about, about, like, eh, didn't the senator get fucking boned here or whatever? Uh-huh. Like, he doesn't really say, he doesn't have much to say. He's really perfunctory. Like, he just sort of is, like, his partner. You think he yeah. maybe you talked to Charles put, Rocket you and, like, gave him a hard time? Was like, hey, remember, you got fired off SNL, babe? You know, I'm, uh, I'm a little more Jeez. famous than you right now. Drove him to it. Drove him to it. <laughs> That's what I'm suggesting. I like to think I'm so. I'm doing it right now. I'm putting it out there. Wow. Dennis Miller, if you know, if you have the, you t- we want to hear your side <laughs> of the story. Otherwise, we're just going to assume that you drove Charles Rocket to his suicide. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, it's up to the burden of proof is on Dennis Miller. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm giving it Miller Ultralight. Yeah. Uh, he isn't. He's not. He, you could. You could put. Dennis, Mil- you but anybody but Dennis, instead yeah. of Dennis Miller there, could have been, the, been the Bill character. Burr. It would be exactly the same. Yeah, like I don't even even the lines were Den- the like joke lines like that would still be right. like eh. Yeah, Dennis Miller could say that better, but like any character could say that. Literally any actor. I did the it's, other two movies. I felt like <clears throat> yeah, Dennis Miller belongs in this part. He's 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 bringing his Miller to it. There's yeah. that there's that alternate universe where all the parts that Dennis Leary got in the '90s and 2000s went to Dennis Miller. Like yeah. he's the cop in the Thomas Crown affair. You he's know, he's not quite as much of a he's not quite enough of a dirtbag. Right. I think to to do Dennis Leary has like a Dennis Leary uh, had more personality. Yeah, he's and he's grimier. Yeah, and so you feel like like Dennis Miller, you feel like. Uh, this Imagine guy, Dennis this Miller, guy playing went- a counter-revolutionary <laughs> and demolition man, <laughs> eating rat burgers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's all have a rat burger, bat- uh, bat- fight the power. You go. So two, two and a half Juds. Yeah, it's fine. I, this movie isn't. It's like well made, and there's a plot, and then it. But, but like also, I didn't care. I like really. I was really tuning out during this yeah, movie. It was hard tough. for me to it's pay tough. attention to because it's not. It doesn't do much. Uh, one. Douglas for the sex scene at the beginning. I'm going to win one. It's got nudity, but it's also, yeah. that's it. That's it. There's no sex or sleaziness ever again, except for mentions of like blowjobs in the Oval Office or mm-hmm. whatever. And, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, 
10 out of 10 Daniel Benzali shits. Yeah, you got to do it. I got yeah. it. I, I just can't. I couldn't think of anything else in the movie. Huge. So It's the best thing about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. What a, what a magnificent so that's, story. Yeah. That's I'm that. glad I was able to share that with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's the highlight. What an odd, odd man. Um. Yeah. So uh, uh, let's get some business out of the way first. We're going to. Oh, I haven't put it up yet, but by the time this is up, we should have our Patreon up. So if you follow oh, us on yeah. Twitter and stuff, I'm going to get a Patreon going. We're going to do some uh, bonus episodes bonus of content. like stuff that we always constantly go. We can't do that on the show so you're gonna for our for our real fans out there you yeah. can, if you want to listen to an hour of us talking shit on a hook we're gonna bring it to you yeah that's gonna happen um so you know Man. look uh look us up on patreon i don't know what the address is or anything yet because we haven't made it but we uh, will next shortly. episode we should have more information we'll have that uh we do have information on a screening we're gonna be doing at the beacon theater here in seattle so if you live in seattle you should come out to watch us uh, we're gonna intro and outro blowout on yes, the 28th right. tuesday the 28th of uh january so what time uh, I don't know a time yet. Well, check the time. Beacons calendar, but it'll yeah. be, and we know it's going to be on the 28th that night. So uh, check the Beacons calendar anyway because they're a great theater. Yeah, we um, did. A, we did a Twitter poll of uh, you know listeners, and, and you, you and picked the listeners in your in your wisdom picked they. Wonderful, truly great movie. Probably the best movie that we've and ever done. And the saddest done. one. Yeah. And the sa- by far the saddest. But you movie. somehow rejected Ricochet, and I'm disappointed in yeah. all of you for it. But well, we shouldn't have done the poll if we didn't s- want that to happen. <laughs> we don't have a whole I, a lot of information gonna... <laughs> about the Ricochet thing, but stay tuned with Ricochet. There will too, be. There is, we, might we, have, we would like to figure out a way to do that. We might have very there, big news. We do. About there's, that. there's a there's a Rico- some Ricochet news in the works, and that's but I we don't have enough to tell you now. Yeah. And go buy our t-shirts and stuff. We still have those for sale. Uh, thanks for listening. Follow Rate, us on review. Twitter and and next uh, the next show Rate that we're review. doing next show. Uh, we're gonna be doing three movies about what bad are they all bad, bad cops? cops? Um, or I like, haven't seen I haven't seen two, of, two of them yet. So they're they're like I don't know if they're all but they're all like uh, domestic. Uh, they're all they're law all, and order. Yeah, bad, I, I don't bad guys say, coming in bad, invading your your home. They're all about domestic disturbances, and I don't want to say that because one of them, one of them is, is called, called domestic, domestic disturbance. disturbance. We're also doing unlawful entry. Oh yeah, and Lakeview Lake Terrace, which I've heard so. is good. Bad neighbors. I bad neighbors. Yeah, is this gonna be our first Madeline <laughs> two, Stowe? Two bad neighbors. Yeah, I don't know. Have we had a Madeline Stowe? Big uh, Madeline Stowe fan. I don't yeah. know. Me too. Stowe it in the Madeline, old Stowe, compartment. Madeline Stowe, the good Andy McDowell. Ooh, yep. fucking a. Yeah. Andy McDowell being the bad Andy No, we like to call her the movie killer. Okay. Uh, So, uh, anyway, thanks for listening, and until then, uh, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Bye. Bye.